Welcome to Beyond the Bars 2021 for ACR. We'd like to pay respects to and acknowledgements to Wurundjeri landowners. We stand on today and all our respects, all our elders past and present. Deadly. Good morning, everyone. You're here with Mariki Onis. Um, I'm a Gunai and Gunditjmara woman. I also have a radio show at FreeCR. I'm doing Beyond the Bars uh, with Uncle Rossi, Viv and Sarah. G'day, guys. Um, and this is our last broadcast. So um, we're going to be talking to some of the brothers here at um, Port Phillip Prison um, for our last broadcast for NADOC. Um, do you just want to, I'll get you to introduce yourselves and tell us who your mob is and, and you can talk a little bit about what NADOC means to you. You can go first. <laughs> can, I, can I, can I, can I, and Um Darcy, um, Muddy Muddy and Bidwell. Uh, Damien, Wurundjeri and Yordi Order. Uh, Dwayne, Nutanjeri Nation. He follows up the back there. Jake, Brookendich. Bradley, uh, Raji. Welcome to the show and happy NADOC. Um... Does anyone want to do a shout-out to begin with? Do you have a shout-out to do? Any family? Uh, just to my mob back home in South Australia. Um, yeah, it's been hard. Like, yeah, being locked up over here in Vic. So, um, yeah, haven't been able to make any contact besides Skype visits because of the COVID. So, um, yeah, if they're listening, yeah, send my love. And... Um, Big, big nation over there, a Nanajeri nation. Yeah, very yeah. strong and do a lot of amazing work over there. Yeah, we're uh, we're really cultural connected. Yeah. Um, we haven't got. I don't. Well, I don't think now we don't have anything like this over there. So it'd be good to get this type of um, thing happening over there, over home. Um, yes, we do a lot for NADOC Week and the jail uh, prison systems over there, um, which is really good. I guess the flexibility of it. Yeah. Between states is is um, yeah it's different it's heaps different. And what does NADOC mean to you? Uh, NADOC means connect. Um, we'll come. It means how we all come together. You know we unite. We forget our problems and we all stand together as one to celebrate our survival. I guess we could say. Yeah. Um, as as Indigenous people, as as the, um, Blackfellas, Nungas, Kuris. Yeah. Deadly bros. And uh, tell me, how have you been going with the... Have you been in here during COVID for a while? Yeah, I've been in here well, almost since COVID again started, so... Um, what was that like, Dwayne? Oh, it's been really hard, like, especially with the quarantine, you get... Um, yep, yep, yeah, we get yeah. put into um, our quarantine for two weeks, so... You know, you can't have social with anybody. It's just like being in... Is that when you first arrived? Yeah, home? and then every day after that, like when you get out, you know, we'd, that start was doing half-day lock-in, so was confined to our cells for half-day. And So that means you're getting, what, four hours out or an hour? Yeah, roughly like a few hours, like four, five, six hours out, depending on where you are. Um, it's almost like being in the slot, isn't it? Yeah, it basically is like the slot. And... Um, so, yeah, I did most, basically last 12 months, like, being in the slot, so, which is quite unfair. 
Mm. Um, Did you get some time off? I heard some of the other yeah, fellas saying... A lot of people get, EM, they call it emergency management days, EMDs. So um, for the, a lot of people don't get them, a lot of people do. So What's, what's that, just for anyone that doesn't know? Um, EMDs is extra days off. So because we're missing our normal yard time or the normal everyday life in jail, if it's, that's changed, you get an extra, extra time off your sentence. So a shorter sentence because of the, the difference? Yeah, okay. which, is, which is great for yeah. us. Um, yeah, that's doing a bit of time. Yeah. Um, is that right across the prison for mainstream as well? Well, it's only in the, really in the maximum security. So um, I know that here and if, like another place is doing it, MRC, but I don't think the other prisons are doing it because they, they're not doing the quarantine and stuff. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's good. So every two weeks you get two weeks off. So every two weeks is classified really as a month in jail. So Right, okay, which is significant. Yeah. Which, is, which is good yeah. um, for the people that's doing jail like a long time. So yeah, yeah. But if you have any incidents within thing, you lose your 14 EMDs. The whole lot? Um, not just 14 of them. Okay. So. All right. Interesting. Anyone yeah. else have, was in here during COVID, have a similar? Yeah. Tell us about it, Damien. Yeah, no, I've been here for the last 18 months in COVID. Through the whole lot, yeah. yeah okay. So. What was it like? Was it a bit of fear? Um, it was just a bit weird. Like, we were locked in our cells and not doing half days and all that stuff. It wasn't the same sort of prison, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah just COVID, yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> it must have been weird years watching the news and yeah. seeing them headlines for us mob and the outside going, oh, we're locked down. Wearing the masks <laughs> and all that stuff. We're thinking, yeah, we're going to be wearing masks in here and that, but, yeah, thank God we didn't have to. Have you got um, vaccine coming in here yet? Yeah, they do. They've been doing um, a lot of the COVID, the COVID jabs, um, but, you know, I've, I've got my jab because there's no long-term research on it, so they don't know what it's going to do, so... Me as a superstitious type guy, I um, chose not to, me and a few of the blokes. So, But, yeah, they've been offering it to a lot of the prisoners. Um, I'm not sure if any of the brothers have got theirs done. I don't think so. A lot of us just say it's, um, it's not our... It's against our religion. <laughs> it's against our mob, you know. Is but, there um, some, some elders in here? Some of the fellows of the uh, Aboriginal community which are nudging up over 50, which... Yeah, no, there's a few elders in here. Um, unfortunately, not with us today. There's a bit bummy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. They only pick a certain food, go on the list, you know, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, we have to look after them while we're out there, so... Are they feeling safe in here? And are they being offered um, the, the vaccine? Pretty much. Time? If they've been offered the vaccine, if they wanted them, and if mm. not, you know what I mean? It's up to them. Yeah, yeah. But I say they, it's, it's, you know, it's ifty how they feel and all that, yeah. Have you had to wear masks at any time? Um, oh, at the start for a little bit at MRC, we did. For, I was only about a week and then they took it off. They said, don't worry about it. Right, yeah. but all the staff got masks on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the staff and um, the ladies that do the um, medical and all that, yeah. yeah. And Aaron and um, Daniel, have you been going? I'm good. <coughs> yeah, good, thank you. Yeah. Um, You've been here during for a big part of this COVID pandemic, or um, no, not not long, about for six months, but it, it sort of ended as I was getting here, like got here. So 
Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's going up and down the waves, I reckon. Yeah. And now, keeping in touch with family during COVID, you obviously haven't had visitors. Um, nah, no, no visitors. Oh, there's video visits and that, but yeah, my mum's not really the best with technology, so. Oh, yeah, positive. Nice I don't think yeah. any of us were. Now we're all experts for this Skyping and multi, multi ways of communicating. Is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Um, yeah, just all my mob back home in Gippsland. And, um, all Are you a Gippslander? Yeah. Whereabouts in Gippsland? Uh, Drawn. Drawn. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I yeah. went to primary school in Morwell, so a few of the kids used to come up yeah. to code school from Drawn. Troy Hood, bless him. Yeah. yeah. I went to primary school with Troy. Yeah. Did you go to Morwell? Yeah, Where's yeah. It? I'm a Gippslander. I thought you got Yeah, that away. too. I've been around. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah, yeah. My sister went to school there. Yeah. Went to school, yeah. Who, uh, I don't know if you can say that on Lincoln. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Oh. Alira. Ed. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. We're in the same class. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, that, yeah. Well, Dudley, yeah. I know your family. Yeah. And shout out to um, all the boys in, in, in Lock Up, doing hard. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Chest out, chin up, we're right. Yeah, it's hard. What have you been doing in here for NADOC? What's the what's happened over um, the week? Not much. We had a sort of a feed river smoking ceremony on Monday, was it? Yeah, Monday. That's about it, really. How was that? Uh, it was a bit average due to COVID, but uh, we'll be right. What, what's, what's it like usually when outside of COVID, the NADOC events? Is it, do you get visitors from outside coming in? Yeah. Um, like, what do you mean, like, so um, he said it was average because of COVID. Is that because there weren't many people there and you had to stay? I, it was just because basically because of COVID, they've divided yeah, the NADOC thing uh, events up into different days for different units. So it wasn't able oh, to come really together, get together and yeah. you know you'd celebrate the NADOC week um, due to the numbers. We wasn't allowed to have as much people at the little like feed. Uh, a little Barbie thing. So, um, yeah, different days, different units had different days where we'd come together and had a feed. So not the same vibe then? Yeah, it wasn't the same vibe. You're yeah. just stuck with your own units, you know, and that's... Yeah, what, yeah we need to be all together. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to be together for now. Yeah, we want to be, but we can't. Um, oh, hopefully that doesn't last long, especially yeah. for you fellas. Well, COVID's still around, but we're not getting the EMDs that finished all in the start of... Um, January, end, end of January. So we're still suffering from the effects of COVID and we're not getting anything for it. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I think visits come back, contact visits come back this week. Yeah, I was about to say with the visits, you know, maybe we're not getting no visits, contact visits, and when they do bring the visits back, we're not allowed to touch hands, cuddle, nothing, you know what I mean? So that's not an actual proper visit. Yeah, it's a yeah. How you going? And can't yeah, that'll be hard nothing. to exercise doing that elbow stuff. Yeah, ah, that's what they said. Um, when you're leaving that, you do a fist pump or something like that. That's not the same. You got your girlfriend or your mum. Or your kids. You want to, you know, be you cuddled. Know. Yeah, I think it's different with the kids. Kids. You can, you can hug kids. because oh, they're yeah. running around and that. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, just our older ones, you can't cuddle nothing. It's be stupid. So, so being told, I'm just wondering if you've been told that. If you get your vaccine, that that would be different. Um, no, no. no. That, that's that's not the case. There's no information about. If you were given the vaccine, 
that oh. these things would you'd be able to do these things now as opposed to yeah no they haven't said nothing no. about the vaccine no. that's that'll be just forcing us to get the vaccine just so us we can mingle with our family you know have that contact and we shouldn't be put into that position of having forced to have a jab just to hug our loved ones or you know so that's um yeah, comes be, out. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the next yeah. year or two yeah Aaron, I'm interested to hear how you're going. What's been happening for you? Not much. Yeah? <laughs> Aaron, you've got a real radio voice. Not much. <laughs> Richard Bertha. <laughs> you, said, you said before your last name was Onus? Yes. Any relation to Lynn Onus? Um, yes, same Onus. Yeah, great yeah. uncle, yeah. yeah. I've seen some of his artwork. Yeah, do you, do you do? He's an amazing artist, yes. But I never really, because he's quite a bit old, I never got to meet him. But um, he used to, before he got famous with his art, he used to make art and donate it for the funeral fund so we could raise money um, for to bury our mob with um, dignity. And not yeah. many people know that. Story. No, I didn't know that. No, yeah, I didn't. Know. So before he sold his art to all the fancy, like they go for thousands of dollars yeah, now. Yeah. But um, he used to give them away so we can bury our mob with dignity and, um, as a part of the Aboriginal Funeral Fund. That's proper deadly. Isn't I know. Our mm-hmm. mob are deadly. And we don't remember those stories of Ray Thomas and Wayne yeah. Thorpe and all those mob that did all that fundraising back in the early days. We had that privilege of sort of growing up to watch the back end of it. Yeah. The yeah. 80s. No, I appreciate the work of our older people. Do you do art? Yeah, I do. Are you, yeah. Have you got stuff in the torch? Yeah, and a few galleries around here, Melbourne. Really? Yeah. Can you tell us about some of the work? Oh, what do you, oh, what do you want to know? Like, what, what's your <laughs> painting style? Like, do you do? Oh, it's all um, mostly Gunai Kurnai. Really? Yeah. You so do Gunai Kurnai designs? All the, yeah, all the diamond patterns and. I love that. I have yeah. to have a look because. Um, and the shields. Yeah. I think the East Coast have such a beautiful, unique um, way yeah. of doing designs, and especially Gunai. I love the shields and. Um, do you do the totems as well, like um, nah, Warren? I've done, done the pelican and that, yeah. And yeah. The duck and, Deadly. Yeah, I've done a few of them, but I mostly stick to my shield stuff, yeah. Oh, I'd love to have a look. All the stories behind that. Yeah, yeah I'll have to keep my eye out. Um, do you have names for them? Well, for the artwork? My artwork. Yeah. I just pass them down the generation, uh, the knowledge to the next generation and that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And where you get your stories from? I'm listening to my grandmother when I was younger. When who's, I used to who's your nan? Hey, Alan Moffat. Right, Alan Moffat. Yeah, before she passed away, I used to run away from the welfare homes and that, go hide out with my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I'll have to keep out, look out for your artwork. Um, cause it's very unique, the designs. We don't do dots. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, now and then I'll pump out some dot stuff. Yeah. Like from the Wurundjeri side of my yeah, family, like from my mum's side, yeah. Have they got dot style that they're Wurundjeri? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they, um, originated from Central Desert, so a lot of people didn't know that. Like, hey. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Wurundjeri, yeah. Amazing. Central Desert, and then they, um, William Brack, yeah, London, he's from. The, the story, actually, I'll tell you the story about that. Oh, I found out, yeah. Um, there was a time where his wife got sick and his, and his son was sick at the same time. His eldest son was sick at the same time. So he had a choice whose side he's going to be by. And he chose his wife. And that's how he became 
Melbourne region. Like, yeah. Wow. Oh, I've my not heard goodness. That story. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, all you listeners out there, you heard it first. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I looked into that more when I was, because I was staying here in Melbourne for a bit, and um, the last seven years I've been living up here. So I thought I'd get to know this side of my family. Whereabouts in Gippsland did you live? Morewell. Oh, yeah. yeah. I lived in Morewell too for a bit. I used to go to code school too. Did you? <laughs> when did yeah. you go there? I was there when Renee Hood was there. I went to school with her. Yeah. We had the Spice Girls group. <laughs> she was Baby Spice and I was Spice. <laughs> and the little one was Scary Spice. This one here's sister. <laughs> so we all used to be in a... We used to all hang out together. <laughs> it's 25 years I was on the radio as I was coming down no, today. Excuse me, out. that was 10 years ago. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would have went to school together. And then um, I found out the school next door is called Kernai College. Yeah. And I thought I'm going to be the first black fellow in there, so I went there. I was, it was named after our tribe, so I thought, fuck, I'm going to be the first one. Is that right? So there wasn't <laughs> many blackfellas in that school? Yeah there, was none, yeah, there was none there. Really? Time, yeah. I, just, I was a bit young then, but yeah, wow. And then it, made, then it made me proud because my niece went there for a few years later, yeah, my oldest niece. Deadly. Yeah, she oh, went there. Oh, there you go. We would have been to school. We must have been in the same class. If we were in the same class oh. as Renee? Yeah. Same. Oh, well, there you go. I was there. Didn't, you, didn't, didn't she lend you fifty dollars? Don't you owe fifty dollars? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I was lucky to get to the canteen there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. We had to sneak over there, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that was because that was Kernai's canteen. Yeah, that we, we had to convince to. convince the white fellas over there that was from that school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was deadly. And um, what was her name? Annie Deidre used to cook every Wednesday. Do you remember that? Uh I was only I was only there for a couple of months at that school, yeah. Oh yeah. Because I wanted to go to the school next door, be the first black kid in there. Yeah, yeah, no, so I, I, have I was itching to go over there. That <laughs> yeah, especially with Lyra too. She used to read the paper every day, the the Herald Sun. I don't, I could never understand. <laughs> she was so young, and this one's sister used to read the Herald Sun every day in wow. like grade grade. Oh, we were ten, <laughs> ten year old. Bless. Well, information Deadly. is power, they say. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Oh, well, there you go, Gippslanders represent. Yeah. Oh, and I just want to pass the cheerio out to everyone out there, yeah, all the blackfellas. Yeah, stay deadly, stay strong, be proud of who you are. Yeah. And what does NAIDOC mean to you? What have you done for NAIDOC uh, historically? Yeah, unity and connection. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and strength. Show right. that we're strong. Deadly. And when you're normally on the outside, what do you do for NAIDOC week? Um, I spent one NAIDOC out there, all the times I've been in and out. So, and then it was a highlight. Yeah, it was a highlight in my life because it was the first time I've been in NAIDOC out there. And um, I was working on the showgrounds, and I was up in Queensland, North Queensland. Oh, that's the best place to be for NAIDOC where <laughs> the sun shines uh, and everything yeah. happens outside, eh? And at that time we got to Innisfail. Yeah. And um, I didn't know any black fellow there. Yeah. And like. I went down there and I was like, I got invited by this old black fellow there and I was like, yeah, yeah, sweet. I rang my boss up and I asked for a day off. He said, I'll oh, just bring the supplies back and, um, you know, the rest of the day off. Mm. Plus, it was my birthday that day too, so I was like in the middle of the NAIDOC week, so I was like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a highlight of my life. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty full on, brother, just what you said then. You've not spent many NAIDOCs outside. Yeah. A lot of them have been in the lock-up, but some... Um 
What are you going to do different when, when you're out next? I'll try to stay out for the next one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get back to Queensland for the summer. I'll be, I'll be getting out making up for this one. <laughs> oh, well, the NAIDOC's yeah. been moved to October, so is that, I understand. Yeah, around NAIDOC's in October. Oh, so hopefully, hopefully I'll be out then. Deadly, you'll have two NAIDOC's this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got um, two birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm going to stay the same age for the next few years. Uh, they've all been ripped off. All right, right, we might go to a song. I'm going to dedicate this song to Dwayne. This is from Uncle Kucha, your uncle. Um, And it's Mara Yidi. So, happy NAIDOC, everyone. Oh, good 
20 years on the airwaves. Yeah, we're at the Port Phillip prison here and it's a historic event today for uh, people of the prison out here and uh, for everyone in Australia because this is uh, the first time anywhere in Australia that we're having a live broadcast from the Port Phillip prison and uh, we're on FreeCR Community Radio, 855 on your AM dial, but we're not in the studios, we're at Port Phillip and in the studio, or in the room with me, not in the studio, we've got uh, Johnny Mack over there on the panel. What's doing, Kaz? Nah, enough much, Kaz. How are you feeling today? You feeling a bit nervous? Yeah, a bit nervous, um, but I'm pretty relaxed. I think I'm relaxed because I'm all tired still from the <laughs> So you've had a pretty big week. week. Yeah, yeah. And to the right, sitting next to me, we've got Rowdy, Hayden Briggs. How you going, Rowdy? Not too bad, Chuck. And, uh... Behind me, we've got the, the superstar of the Mama team. It's Uncle Gillam Mac, Uncle Gillam McGuinness. And uh, how are you today, huh? During an ADOC week? Yeah, not bad. Frog cares yourself, mate. Yeah, going good. Um, I'm up there. I'm, I'm feeling high and mighty, and I'm ready to go, huh? And yeah, it's been a pretty busy week, uh, but today we're uh, putting it on for the uh, Port Phillip uh, Courage out here and hope we have a good day. And I just want to wish all them curries that we don't get to see today or a uh, happy NAIDOC week and hope you enjoy our show today. 20 years of Beyond the Bars. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash Beyond the Bars. Welcome back to our Beyond the Bars um, broadcast uh, for NAIDOC 
at Port Phillip Prison here with, with some of the brothers. And we're going to throw to Damien to share a poem with us for NAIDOC. Um, it's not a poem, a little bit of a story. Yeah, yeah, a story then. Same, isn't it? Yep, um, yep. There was a young man named Shorty. He didn't have much in his life. He was the eldest born in a family of two. Shorty saw a crime as a way of life, pickpocketing, robbery, theft, you name it. He'd done it all by a young age, but the chase of money became his downfall, risking everything every day from dusk till dawn. He loved his life but hated it too. He hated the abusive cycle he was in. The come-downs were depressing, but surely he loved his drugs. All of them, you name it. Heroin, meth, yandy. What Shorty didn't realise though was the was to lead him down a dark path. Shorty was a proud Aboriginal brother. He didn't want to be hit the big house. He's going to make sure he doesn't go back. What a story Shorty's had. He's proud but not proud of my, of his actions. He's making a big change. He's getting a job and using the pup he has. Well, guys, that's me. That's my story. That's yep. do, you want to ta- is that um, do you want to talk to us about that story? Who's in the story? Um, I was pretty much about my upbringing a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, just with the drugs, yep. doing a life of crime every day, you know, that depressing cycle. Um, yeah, I just wish I could give it up, and I know I can this time. But, yeah, so. Dudley? Hopefully it goes good. How long have you got left in here? Um, well, parole should be sitting on me on the 15th. This is my earliest release date. Is uh, the 15th month, of this month? This month, but doesn't look good, so probably next year, October. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, good luck with it. It yeah, sounds yeah. like you've got a plan afterwards. Yeah, I've got a um, lot of help there that... Um, that my mum's been working out for me and all that stuff. Well, that's good. I mean, Uncle Rossi, do you want to talk to a little bit to, um, about yeah. what's available? Uh, yeah, look, there's a, there's a few things out there available now, like um, where you can go and get, get help. Um, Darty Monwaro runs a residential program. It's a 16-, 20-week program. You can yeah. stay there anything up to six months, you know. That's but, a um, rehab, yeah? Yeah, no, it's not a rehab, actual rehab, but we work around men's behavioural change and... Um, Oh, uh, not all. It's not all about family violence. It's about men. Uh, men's we we have men's groups in Shepparton, Bansdale, um, Warrnambool. So pretty much all over the state. We did have uh, an office up in Mildura, but um, mm. uh, that's not no longer there. But we've got workers in Swan Hill who go up to Mildura. Yep. So it's all over the state. But it's about you know changing changing. You reckon you you, you said about your addiction, drugs, yeah, yeah. crime. Yeah. Nothing changes if nothing changes, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, you know, I can tell you my story exactly the same, you know, like um, I, I managed to be clean for now 23 years, you know, like, and, and it's, uh, it's a long journey and it's a harder journey staying clean than it is to be out there, but it's a longer life, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, um, and I think um, at the end of mine 23 years ago, it was about 1998, I uh, remember I nearly died one night, and I thought, shit, the the the, um, the fog was lifted, you know. And I thought, shit, this is getting serious. You know, I nearly nearly got killed. And then I thought back, and I, you know, there was bloody over the last two years, I nearly died six times. And it's like, this is not fun no more. And I thought, I've got to change, you know. And I made, I wanted to see my grandkids grow up, yeah. you know. And I had no grandkids at the time. 
and 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 now I've just had my 14th grand, grandchild, you know, like, and 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 so I've been there for, for pretty much all of them, you know, like um, some I've got I've got a couple in Canberra as well. I don't uh, see see them, but um, I'll get up there uh, one day and check them out. But um, mm. you know what I mean? It's a decision you've got to make, and you make. It's only you can make the decision. If you if you if you keep coming back here, you're repeating the same mistake. Expecting different results, yep. that's the definition of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. It's it's uh, insane behaviour. And I'll put my hand up a hundred times. I'll get out, celebrate my freedom. Little did I know, I'm taking my freedom straight away. Yeah, it's gone, you know, because I'm going to get locked up that week. That's the cycle I've got to um, stop yeah. too. Like, when I get out, I'll have a, you know, a little bit of a drink, I'll be right, this stuff. But yeah. when I get out this time, I'm not. Yeah, no, that's how I was. And one day Same I just... Family. Yeah, it's unreal, brother. You know, mm. you, you've tried before, yeah, and succeeded. Oh, I tried and succeeded for about two years I was out. Went good. But then, um, yeah, hit the drugs again and here I am. Slipped up again? Yep. Yeah. It's a lifetime battle. It really yeah. is a lifetime yeah. battle, as Ross mm. is saying. Yeah. And what happens with us people, you know, like uh, Aboriginal people, traumatised mm. people, uh, dispossessed people... You know, like um, our, our, our ancestors have all yep. been through murder, rape, you know, like you name it, um, property, land stolen off them. And, and we, we, we've got, I was mentioning it yesterday, in yesterday's program, we've got that running through our, our, our system, our bloodline, mm-hmm. you know, that, that trauma. And we can sit here and we, we can feel it. We know it, you know. We haven't got the, the good lifestyle that... Uh, everyone else has got. We've got. Yeah, uh, we're the marginalised, or we're the ones with nothing, and we seem to be the problem. And yet, yet, yet people walk around on our, our country or our land, and uh, and and uh, look at us as if we're criminals. You know <laughs> yes, what I mean? Yes. Someone's got to put their hand up and say, oh, "No, we've done this. We're the, we're the criminals." But uh, they're not doing it. So, I don't want to get into the political side of it because uh, you know we'll, we'll end up. Uh, uh, getting shut down, <laughs> but you know, and, and we've been going for 20 years, eh? Juliet, yeah, myself, and and uh, I, I even forget it was Gillery, the first one, yeah, mm-hmm. Giller and a few others at Port Phillip. Uh, 20 years we've been keeping this program going, so we don't go right into the politics of it because um, we know that uh, that's that's going to get us nowhere, uh, and it'll get us. Um, but what you've got to, what you've got to understand is, is we make the decisions. You make the decisions, you know, and the decision is, is easy. If I pick up everything, I'll lose everything. That's it. That was my decision. If I pick up, I know I'm going to lose everything, you know yeah, what I mean? That's right, yeah. And what does that tell me? That alcohol and drugs are not my friend. They're my enemy. They're my enemy, you know. If I pick them up, they're my enemy. So I'm inviting my enemy into my life. And what's my enemy going to do? Take everything I own. Yep. Everything. You know what I mean? That's the way uh, addiction and drugs and alcohol work. Yeah. It's your enemy. It's going to take everything. Yeah. Remember our answer, and I, and I haven't brought this up in, a, in none of these programs pre- before, but I think it's a good analogy. Remember our ancestors back in the day? You've seen photos of, of, um, of our ancestors Wearing the shackles, all chained yeah. together, marched around. Yeah. That's what happens to us when we pick up drugs. Yeah. That's what happens to us when put, we pick up on. alcohol. Mm. We're putting the shackles back on. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't be free. You can't be connected to spirit. Uh, 
You can't be connected to country when you're off your, when you're off your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I reckon that's why, you know, that's important to reach out because there's no community out there and sometimes turning to that is the easiest lifestyle. Mm, yeah. And I know that from my own family. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to my family that are also in, mm. in the system as well that... Um, when often our family members get out, there's nothing for them. And then so they have to get turned to the same old life that they've, you know, that brought them here. Um, so that's why, you know, it's important yeah. that, you know, Dadi Manwara is there and there are services that you can reach out to. Yeah, there, are, there are other group, groups too besides Dadi. Is that um, Dadi Manwara? Is that one in uh, Preston too? Yep. Preston yeah. Reservoir Railhouses are. Um, I was just managing the, the, the residential four houses, eh? Because I'll be around Preston when I get out, so... Well, yeah, you want to contact us, Bruce. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and there's a lot of stuff happening, you know, like... Um, 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 Marika was just mentioning about we have to do go down that road to ease our pain, to ease our trauma, ease our... Feel. There's better ways now. Remember the old days, we, we weren't allowed to talk about it. We have to push it down, mm. push it down, it. don't talk about it. Mm. Now you can talk about it. You're allowed to talk... We, we've decided to talk about it and get it out, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. We were forced to push it down. We weren't allowed to practice our culture. We weren't allowed to pra- practice our ceremonies. We weren't allowed to sit in circles and talk. And now we can, you know what I mean? So we can deal with it, the underlying, get rid of it, you know what I mean? Um, and and um, back in the day, we got flogged or jailed or even killed for practicing our culture. You know, like yeah. now we can, yeah. and um, and we're getting back together, and we're going to be stronger on the outside. I always come into Port Phillip, and I always seen the brothers, you know, slapping each other on the back, you know, shaking hands, and I think, how strong are these guys? You know, they're really, really strong. When they go out in the street and you know pick up, it's a different story. You know what I mean? Um, and and if we can get that happening out outside of these walls and get that strength um, going, I think there's, you know the, it's uh, it's going to be a lot lot better for us men, you know. Um, sorry, Unc, just to change track, I, I'm I'm a writer. Um, I write for Indigenous X, mm. and I've even had a piece in the Age actually, and that was a very beautiful piece. Do you often write? And I and um, I just wanted to say that. Right now, there's a lot of Aboriginal writers out there. Not really, just uh, sometimes put pen to paper and I write, you mm. know what I mean? But I, I don't think, it, I look at it sometimes and think, ah, crap. No, I don't, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that that was a fantastic piece yeah, and yeah. that's something mm. that you should potentially get out and think about mm. doing when you, right, you know, because you have that yeah. and we all started there and I just appreciate all Blackfellas writing because not, we get to tell our story. So um, right, cool, thank you. you for sharing that piece. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, great. Just following up, Marika, you said then there's the First Nations, um, there's now a First Nations Writer Festival here in Victoria, which Marika was part of 2019, uh, Black I? and Bright. Yeah, you <laughs> oh, were. Yes, yeah. Black and Bright. So we should have a yarn with Jane Harrison, the director of that, and just see if there's a place yeah. for, for works written by brothers and sisters on the inside for them to uh, be cool. read out by yourselves yeah, or commissioned by the people. Really important. Yeah. And don't, you know, that self-doubt, like we all have a... And I, I imagine inside these walls, self-doubt is even greater. Mm-hmm. But your story is important to tell and that's why we're here and that's why this program has gone for so long because people want to hear your story too. Yeah. So um, how you tell that is up to you. Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you we have another brother here who is 
chomping out the bit to introduce himself. <laughs> nah, there's a bit of shame here, but there's no, at the end of it, everyone will be right and telling their yarns. Do you want to tell us your name and your mob? And I said that that would be enough, but it would be really good to hear what you think of NADOC as well. <laughs> hey guys, um, I'm Jake. Um, I'm from Ballarat, which I'd like to do a, a quick shout out to. All the family there, mum, um, my kids. <laughs> and who's your mob? Book and Ditch. And um, where are they? Where are they based? Look, I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I'm no, not, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. We're all in our different journeys. There's no um, right or wrong. Um, and what does Nadoc mean to you? Um, I was. It was pretty good in here. Like, it's my first one inside. It was, um, like, the boys, you know, we all rallied together and, you know, got around each other, which was good. And, yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty solid. So it was, um, it reminded me of being, you know, at home. You know, with, with the family and stuff, so. How many blackfellas are in here? Oh, there's, there's quite a few. Um, we're all divided up into different yards, so <laughs> they won't. Like put us all in one yard because you know they probably think it's a new um, Black Panthers movement. <laughs> nah. Which would be deadly if it was. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be. Um, well, well, but we do need a Koori yard, you know. Like we don't have one here at um, Port Phillip. So I thought you did. Didn't you have a nah, we don't. Near the gym? No, nah, no, nah, we don't. We need one. Like we've, we, it's a quiet place, but we still oh. can't have access to it. Um, not sure if we're like talking about that, but um, you can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it would be good if we had a like the quiet place they've got here. We can't access. Um, don't know why. Um, what about for for when you have a ceremony for, or yeah, sorry, for cultural business. events and that? Yeah. Like we did but you don't have access week. outside of a like a weekly smoking ceremony. No, nah, no, nah, like we don't. Yeah, um, yeah, we do need a crew unit. Um, you know, so all us brothers can, um, you know, be together or ha- at least, you know, have that option of going to one. Um, and it would sounds like it would be integral to healing to be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A form of protection. You know, it would be like it would have be really good to have a career unit, like because, you know, last year I um, had to, like, I've lost my nan and that, and um, you know, it would have been good to have be in a yard full of brothers to help. You know, have that understanding to watch out for me. You know, to to have that connection with the brothers, because even though you got friends, there's still not that connection. Mm. You know, you don't have that 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 brotherly love. Yeah. You know? um, so yeah, I basically had the had to go through that with only like you know two or three brothers in the unit being by me. So um, it would have been good to have you know a whole group of us to help, you know, go through that type of moment, that event in my life. Sounds off air before you were telling me what yeah. you did to get through your nan's death, but it was incredibly significant to bearing your nan. Can you yeah. tell us how, what your role and responsibility was for that? Well, a lot of my um, family on the outside, because I'm f- from home, South Australia, and um, it's hard to have that connect, like that communication and connection with families that far away, and being between states, it's there's a lot of rules and guidelines between South Australia and Victoria. Um, it was really hard because all my family's, um, a, lot of, a lot of them on the muffin, so that's alcohol in my language. Um, muffin. Muffin, yeah, it means like crow, drink, yeah. So they're all on the muffin and nantha. 
language is that? Naranjay. Naranjay, that's yeah. right. They're so really they're, amazing, strong yeah, language there. All, Auntie Ruby Hunter's mob, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's me nan, me nan's first cousin, so... Wow. Um, Emily Hunter. Um, yeah, she... Yeah, she, uh, when she passed on, all the family was is quite lost without me. Um, I'm stuck over here, so I had to organise her funeral, um, you know, even for, right from the coroner's thing to get to the mortician um, to do all that. So I was really sh- struggling. Even now, I still suffer from it. Um, yeah, my family's still waiting for me to come home. Oh, bros. In effect, that was perhaps a process of healing for you, having that responsibility. Yeah, it was, you know, like, um, yeah, it's, but it was really hard. Like, it's a process of healing, but it's so hard because I had to do that from behind bars. Um, I'm a bit ashamed on a lot of the close relatives, but, um, yeah, it's still, like, I take pride in it. Yeah, I would. Because um, my nan, she, that's what she left me there to do, to, to be that person, to be strong, and she knew that I could do it. And I think all of us here, we're all very close ones, and I couldn't have done it by myself, brother. I needed, yeah. a, I needed a team of 40 people around me to help me out. So. Yeah, I'm still surprised that I've still done it. Um, I can't wait to get home. I've still got, like, another till 23, till my earliest. That'll be your first trip straight to Renmark? Nah, well, um, well, it would be. It would be great to go back home and to do that, but I can't leave still. I can't leave the state, I don't think, because I'll be on conditions? parole. Yeah, conditions, yeah. Yeah, yeah so conditions. it's still going to be hard to get out. and. Not so you can't pray. return to your country because... Yeah, because of parole, I don't think. So oh. I've still got to, when I get out, I can... You have to report, don't you, and do all that sort of stuff yeah, when you get so out? Yeah, so I still won't be able to go back home. I'll just have to, you know... Um, they yeah, can come visit you. Yeah, family can come visit me. In so. that time too. So just go hover around Mildura. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah move to Mildura. Hang around Mildura everyone. Come over the porter. Do your two weeks quarantine. Come see me. You know, like, we'll, we'll stay, I'll quarantine with you. But, um, you have a picnic across the yeah, river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just sit there at Gamba Roadhouse and right at the border there. How's, um, so when, when you go back, will you be moving, going back to country or will you go back to Adelaide? Um. When I've finished all my time and that, it would be lovely to go back to my country, to Ramark, Barry, Loxton. Um, yeah, because my family do need me. Um, they need that. That uh, they need me. Yeah, because I'm the, you know, I'm the the corny of the family. Corny means man. So, yeah. So um, my nephew and nieces all need me. Uh, my sisters do. It sounds like you need them. Yeah, I need them more. Um, and you, you know, you ha- you're extremely lucky. I mean, yeah. I, in what I know about the, the Nun and Jerry people yeah. is that ha- how you've um, done um, nation building and survival and that. Like you've come from a really strong stock of people. Not, I mean, we're all strong, yeah. but I've always been. Um, recently, I found out about the Nun and Jerry strength and pride, and I mean, I'm yeah. in awe of the, the some of the stuff that you've got going on there. Yeah, well, um, it was a big difference coming over to Victoria because, um, like, I, I um, so in, in ways I'm sort of inspired how, the, like, the Koori's over here of what they've got and all that, like, this beyond bars. Like, that's really big for to be have for Blackfellas, you know, to, and we don't have that yet, but um, I reckon when I, when I get out, finish my, my time, 
I'll be starting something like that over there for the brothers over there. Definitely. Um, but yeah, over home we do. We're big on NADOC reconciliation. You know, I've never done a NADOC over here in Victoria, but over home it's like that's that's the time of the year to be. You know, to be out and we'd all march. You know, we're big on our marches. We're big on our feeds. The um, you know the, even the communities in the country towns they're really strongly connected to it. Yeah. Um, Acknowledgements over there is a big thing. Um, a lot of the communities are acknowledged, but yeah, we culturally we're language is strong, our yeah. practices are strong. Um, and um, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, also there about it there was like a, a big fight about a sacred site, a bridge. What's that? Do you know about it, Vic? What's that, Murray Bridge? Um, no, there's um. Oh, do you know? Hindmarsh. There's a there was all the Aboriginal elders from the Nunanjeri people, women, got yeah. together and Hindmarsh Island, I think, was a, um, a, a a sacred women's site and they had to save it from development. And um, the elders in the community, the Aboriginal women got in the community, got together and fought back and saved sacred country. And I, I just think it's such for me. I just love those stories of yeah. inspiring fight back against the system to to protect our culture and our country and um, I'm really inspired by the Nunanjeri people so anyone listening look it yeah. up it's inspiring yeah, yeah that, that is um, I know like, if I don't actually know about that but if I was home I'd be there you know with oh, the it happened at, back in the 1990s yeah, it happened a while so, ago yeah yeah I would only been there um, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't been I'm going back now, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty big bridge they've built it. So, I was down there. Um, I took someone back there for a, from Stolengen who was taken from there. And that bridge, um, they, were, oh, they took, it, took them years to... There was a lot of dispute about building it. It was a pretty big yeah. bridge. I mean, I'm from the Murray River. I'm from Cummeragunja. Up there, the Murray River is about five times wider than... Yeah. Then, uh, Oh, well, not five, probably two oh, and big. Half, three times, mm. and really, really shallow, you know. So I, I tried to catch a, a cod up there, but there was none around. Um, no, we caught them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all went into the sea, mate. It's not, yeah. not far off. I'll, we went up to the up to the ocean and had a fish as well. That's yeah. where the Murray runs into the sea. So beautiful country. Loved mm. it up there. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Um, I think we're going to head... Do you want to have a yarn, bros? Go on. No, no, I'm right. Jump on. Hey, just... Oh, he just sent it over. Well, I reckon that maybe we can go to um, another song break while we can figure out what's um, what's next. We, I think we've got... Um, we're going to send it over to Brother Boy to, um, to explain. That's right. Explain what? Well, um, the song, but you've got a story behind it. Um, so it was No Fix Address, but you, you've got a connection, a special connection to No Fix Address. And you, I want you to tell the yarn. Come on, Aaron, what's the yarn? Don't that. Look the yarn what? The one about the, the two lead singers of those, that band. And, um, had a... Oh, there was a... Oh, I forgot the name. I think it was Backroads, that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it was real, like, I remember when I first watched it, and I was the first person I saw it was my uncle, and that was uh, Ricky Harrison. Uh, everyone know him as Uncle Ozzy. Yeah. Oh, he played um, for us mob, did he? Uh, he was playing for um, No Fix Address. Okay, yep. Yeah. But um, 
It was around the time when they crossed paths with us mob and the two lead singers of the bands got locked up and um, they went on with, like, you know, there was a double booking too at the same time at the same place and I remember, yeah, watching it and, yeah, but I remember my uncle telling me about this story too, how he knew them fellas. He told me, oh, I know them fellas, you know. Didn't believe him, eh? And then we watched the movie and I seen him in it. I was like, oh, yeah, he does too. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was just Yana Guani, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, yeah, it was when Us Mob met. Yeah, when Us Mob and um, No Fix Address, they went on with the show because... And then um, my uncle ended up... Uh, he ended up being a backup singer. He ended up singing... And um, yeah, it was random. And then was it so many years later? They had the reunion in Albania, and um, but Willoughby went solo at this stage, so my uncle's taken over on the band. Yeah, and um, that's my that was the Silly. reason why I really liked that song. Um, Do you want to introduce the song? Yeah, we have survived. What what man's way? Yeah. yeah, by no fixed address. Thank you. By no fixed address. Deadly. Knocking ya.
Beyond the Bars, 20 years on the airwaves. You can't incarcerate your way out of a problem. Problems need to be dealt with, not simply by punishment. And uh, so me, if I had a magic wand, we should be learning from the systems at work. We should be sending the people in authority that make these decisions to places that work rather than try and industrialise and institutionalise a system for the sake of infrastructure. So as a, somebody at the, you know, the, the bottom rung of this institution, do you feel in any way that you are being heard? Outside of this forum, little. We're, we're, uh, there's restrictions on our media access. We're not allowed to communicate with the media directly. We're no longer allowed to have any sort of posting online, be it a website, be anything, without permission from the Deputy Commissioner of Corrections Victoria. So uh, we, we're limited in a, in a voice and we're limited in access to who we can communicate with outside of those forums directly. And trying to deal with the people directly that make these decisions tends to fall on deaf ears. We're not heard, we're not listen to and if, if we are there's certainly never any acknowledgement of that no one ever writes back and says yes that's a good idea we're considering it or we have considered it and it's a lousy idea we, we get none of that so we essentially without a voice and ironically we're the people that know best what works and what doesn't For 20 years of Beyond the Bars go to 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars Welcome back to NADOC at Port Phillip. I've got, we've got another, we've got, let me start that again. We've got some uh, more introductions uh, with some of the brothers here um, and some more yarns to spin. I'm going to pass it over to, I won't say your name because I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hey, Do you want to introduce? My name's Bradley. I'm from Wiraraji Mob. Hey, guys, my name's Bradley. I'm from Wiraraji Mob. Um, yeah, I'm just doing my time here in PPP. Yeah. Do you have a shout-out do you want to give to anyone? I have a shout-out to my mob. Yeah? And um, all the boys, all the brothers in jail. Yeah. Doing yeah. their time hard, you know. Keeping their chest, their chins up. Um, I reckon, I know that some of the brother boys um, and maybe some of the sisters out at Dame Phyllis listen in. So do you have a message to any yeah. other, um, you know, yeah, brothers and sisters? to all the sisters as well. Deadly. You know, stay, stay strong. Stay deadly. Deadly, thank you. Um, so, how is it going? How's your NADOC week? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, what does it mean to you? Um, NADOC's just all about all culture getting to get, getting together. Us, you know, um, staying strong. Yeah, deadly. Uh, finding numbers that were stronger. Yeah. Do you have many black followers in your unit? Yeah, uh, I'm in with Dwayne. Deadly. Yeah. And what do you and Dwayne get up to? <laughs> Starting the Black Panther party? <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. All right, deadly. We'll send in the Black Panther, um, the te- uh, Ten Commandments, into the Brother Boys down at Port Phillip if anyone's listening. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> deadly. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it and happy right. Nadoff, my brother. You. Thank you very much. I'd like to give word out to the governing Corkamimnies and Dame Phyllis. <laughs> hey, how's oh. it going? <laughs> work it, Twain, work it. No, um, one of the fellas got on yesterday at Marguerite and he was like, um, is there any lovely single Koori women out there? Give me a shout out. I'm down at Marguerite. Yeah. And then he was going to tell his um, prisoner number on the um, radio. Anyway, it's really funny. <laughs> so you wouldn't be the first, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just having a If they can wait for me for another couple more. 
I'm loyal. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know where I'm at. So. All right, all right. <laughs> I was just having a yarn to the ALO then. I've got the numbers of how many fellas are in here. 126. Whoa. So did you have that concept, you fellas, ah, that there's that nah. many of you in here? Oh, I would never have thought there was that many. Like, what, what we have in our unit, the fellas mob we got in our unit, you know, it was like one, maybe about six, seven. So, and then what I think that's in other units, I would never think that, you know. So, hmm. with that, with that numbers, with that amount of, like that population, we should have our own yard, you know. Hmm. Like, this is one of the biggest facilities in Victoria. Is it nine hundred or head? Yeah, hmm. that's what they said, nine hundred. Yeah. So that's a significant number, listeners, for our mob. Um, one hundred twenty-six out of nine hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like in the day when, the when, when we started there 20 years ago, there was uh, 40 teams and all the units together, and there was smoke pit and uh, everything. So what's happening with the footy now? Is that still going? What's that? No, no football. Football. You used to have a, a NADOC. Uh, oh, no, the closest thing we get football is um, watching it on TV. Yeah. That's it. it. It'd be That's like over at home back in South Australia, we have um, for NADOC, we, we have football games with the, all the prisons, you know, all the mob from different jails versus different yeah, jails. Yeah. So I know that, and I always say to, to the boys in here, like, you know, that should be happening here. Yeah, and like, that was happening there. 20 years ago, there was, there was matches mm. out there, and there's Oval out there. I think they've built, built on the Oval now. But Isn't I mean, that right? There was, built there units was, on the Oval. Yeah, there was always uh, games, NAIDOC yeah. games. Um, um, remember, they used to have the Blackie Morgan Cup and that, like when, when he passed, and, and a few other, 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 other things were happening. It was pretty... It was yeah. pretty. It was inter- instrumental in getting everything going there, yeah. and then you know, it all disappeared. Yeah, so you've got to speak yeah. in the microphone, bros. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember in um, Fulham there, probably about, I'll say ten years ago, 2010, 11, 12, we had the brothers versus um, uh, Western Dale, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now it's not there no more. It's, not there. You know, it's, it's, a, it's happening at Marganite on Monday. They play the rest of the rest of the. Yeah. Game. It's the best team they've had in 10 years. They've lost the last nine years, and they're looking. So everyone be barracking for Marguerite, the Curry fellas, to beat the rest of the jail on so Mon- Monday. The, um, yeah. the NAIDOC stars down at Marguerite. Yeah, yeah. Indigenous All-Stars. Yeah, 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 yeah we're, all, we're all pumping for you, boys. There's yeah. a few Noongars in there too, so I reckon yeah. the Noongars are the best AFL players in the country. Hopefully they'll get up. She hasn't been around. <laughs> A lot of nut and jetties out there. There's good footballers. Us yeah, Murray's so to stick to the NRL. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty much it's a shame that, that there's no games in there no more. It was a big thing yeah, back in the cool. day, but um, I suppose the jails got bigger and the, and the cells have got smaller, yeah? Well, hopefully they get something up for you like that yeah. and where you can get together. So what do you do for fitness? Do you keep... Jake can answer this question, Mr Fitness Freak. Yeah, you look there. like... Come, yeah. Jump on, bro. What do you do for fitness? Um, oh, there's, there's gyms inside the unit, and then, um, okay. yeah, so I'll, I'll go to work for oh, most of the day and then come back and, yeah, train for a, a couple of hours just in the gym, and then we've got the, the bigger gym, which we have, I think it's three times a week, mm. but, yeah, that's closed most of the time, so. So when you say you've got a gym in the units, I, I'm, I'm surposing you don't have weights in the units. What, what kind of? They're um, cables. So they're connected to cable, so there's no free weights. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's all cabled. Yeah, it's all on cable, so you can't, you know, inflict any... Throw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Jake, Jake's me um, PT, me personal trainer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Are you in the same unit together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and what do you do for work then? What's the work? I'm a cleaning builder down at um, <laughs> <laughs> I work at um at Ramsett. No, nuts and bolts. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you make nuts and bolts? Yeah, put the dyno bolts together. That's okay. you know, part of the um, assembly line and then um it, comes to me. And it goes off to um Wayne young Wayne there. Me. <laughs> then I um, get the scales, so I get a box. I get the Ramsat box, I put them on there, and then put all bolts in there, weigh them up, so there's like how many per box, and then pack it onto a pallet and ship it off. So Where does it go to, do you know? Um, go down to your local Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> and, so uh, hang on, you make the nuts and bolts yeah. that go to Bunnings. Bunnings, yeah. Modern 10. Who makes all the money from that? Because I'm pretty Ramsat. sure that's a private company. Yeah, Ramsat. Yeah. Oh, G4S probably. Wow. So, uh, pay rise if you're listening. <laughs> well, how much do you want? Oh, uh, we're on a whole eight ninety-five. Eight ninety-five. Yeah. Isn't that a day? A day. A day. A day. How does that make sense? Because that would be illegal outside the prison. Yeah, that would be. Because I've always said that too. I actually hate this point. Slave labour. It should be like um, shouldn't like the Australians get like a minimum wage or something like that. That's outrageous. And do you have to apply for your jobs? Do you have to put a CV? Yeah, you do. No way. You're gonna apply for it on the skills. That's quite good to get the skills up. Yeah, yeah. My resume is. So less than ten dollars a day. Yeah, less than ten dollars a day. So. Uh, when I get out, I'll uh, clean your car for twenty dollars a day. Wow! <laughs> clean your car every day for five. Can you get a high-paying job? That's like, unbelievable. Does the kitchen pay more? Um, yeah, because they work seven days a week, so Not they get it. an extra two more days, so they can make an extra twenty dollars. And then, um, out of your ten dollars a day, twenty percent of your income comes out into your savings, so it's withheld. So they. They're trying to like um, post-release money. Yeah, yeah. So when we get out, so like um, out of the ten ninety-five, so we get like a dollar seventy-nine goes into our um, off set aside to our savings for when we get out. So nothing goes to super or anything. Nah, we should. I was. I've been asking for a union rep since I got here. Wow, (laughs) you should be the union rep. Yeah, Yeah, I would be. I'd be a good one, but we need a union rep here. I think Dwayne is the union rep. Yeah. All right, I want to see that happen. Yeah, it's got my... Thanks, thanks, fellas. And does everyone have to work? In in, in our unit, we're we're in a... um, I call it privilege unit. We're... um, we're a workers' unit. Like you have to, you have to work, and if you like, you lose your job, or whatever, you you're shipped on pretty fast. So into another unit. So you all yep. have to work. Yep. Pretty much, yeah. You don't get to choose whether you want to work or not. No, no. If you don't have a job, yeah, yeah, you get moved on from the unit. To so a crappier unit, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm assuming those crappier units may not have a gym. Oh, uh, they all have some, but. What would the crappier unit be like? Um, just dirty and dirtier. Um, yeah, cause yeah. Well, I learned something today that you yeah. were very interesting. Yeah, so if you know any ex-cons out there, they'll probably do any work for $10. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> it's a bit different out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and it's good to have you on, brother. Happy NAIDOC week. What does NAIDOC mean? Oh, you already said what yeah. NAIDOC means yeah. to you. Can um, I just do a quick shout-out to my brothers? Um, no, you didn't, you didn't want to do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, right. no you're right. You're right. Yeah, um, just a quick shout-out to... My uh, two brothers, Joe and Josh at um, KO Steel Fixing. Um, yeah, keep the hard work going, brothers, and um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Deadly. Thank they you. Still, they steal fabricators, are they? 
Yeah. Is that yep. what you do on the outside, or I um I, I've worked with him every now and then. Yeah. But um you know I I'm floor coverings. I do yeah right. okay. floor installations. But um you know they do all the like high rise buildings and bridges yep. in the city. So yep. yeah. They your little brothers or older brothers? One younger, one older. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're the middle Not child. Yeah, I'm the best looking one too. Though. <laughs> are, you the, are you the naughtiest one too? Uh, look, I'll share that with the younger brother. So you're on equal playing yeah. field with you. Yeah. Fair enough. I always find the middle yeah. child is the wildest. It certainly is in my family. Yeah, yeah. You're the middle child. No, I'm not. I'm the, I'm the baby. My, the our baby? middle child is the wild child. Ah, ah. The very wild child. So I'm definitely not like a middle child. No. <laughs> um. So routine, it seems to me routine is really important for you in here for those that struggle with addictions yeah. on the outside, whether it be substances or just whether exercising too much. We, a lot of people suffer from addictions. Routine is so important to overcoming that stuff. And I think that would be really important if you're yeah. arriving in here with some addiction Yeah, issues. routine is key. Like, I, I love working on the outside. Yep. Um, and I love working, I wouldn't say I'd, like... Everyone always tells me at work, slow down, you're doing too much, <laughs> you're making us look bad. You know? I'm like, come on, boys, I'll fucking, I come to work to, to you know, you say, I'm not doing head miles in the unit, you know. And yeah, so working is key uh, for mental health, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah that, that, that gets me through a lot of, um, through most of my time is work. And how do you find that routine, that formula of routine, when you're on the outside, if you can find it, whether it be for a short time or, or whatever, how do you find it? And it may not be in that traditional sense of a job. We've all got jobs just looking after our families. It's that balance, isn't it, at the end of the day? You've got to find that, that balance of, you know, happiness and, you know, like, yeah. it's sort of, it's, it's hard, it's, yeah, it's hard to find, but... Yeah, yeah, see, my balance at the moment is work, come home, have dinner... Neighbours, home and away, and now farmers wants a wife. Like, yeah. what more can you want? And you know, there's some so, sad offerings on TV. Yeah, yeah, we're all is. watching Farmer Wants and a Wife, right? It's sad, like all us, like you know, brothers. We're all like falling um, for these love shows, like Farmer Wants a Wife, They're Bachelor. You know, like um, can't wait for Beauty and the Geek now. There's um, an Aboriginal woman on the Bachelor. Is there? Brooke. She's oh. the Bachelorette. Well, so. Look out for her. Yeah, well, First I was... Aboriginal woman in the Bachelorette. Yeah. Blackerette. Blackerette, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name is Brooke Blurton from WA. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to... Uh, she's stunning. Yeah, she can wait a couple of years. She won't have to go on the show. Um, but, yeah, you know... Solid. But, yeah, there's a lot of more blackfellas getting out there on TV. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch um, Tell on... Um, Married at First Sight? Did you ever watch Married um, at First Sight? Well, I'll tell yeah. Tell, yeah, he's my, my cousin. My, uh, my sisters, like, they're like cousin sisters. Um, shout out to Chrissy Cassie um, back home in the SA. Um, they've got a TV show called Double Trouble. It's an Australian series. They only did one season of it. Um, yeah, so if you Google YouTube... Oh, that's uh, a blackfellow. Yeah, it is. They're, they're twins. Pretty yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, they're little sister girls. They're, they're good little actresses. Yeah, they are. Too. They are. Um, they shot that up on Alice Springs, I think. Yeah, they did that. Alice Springs and Sydney, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. What was it, Double Trouble? Yeah, Double Trouble, yeah. Oh, look it up. Um, Chrissy. incredible black fella content yeah. on TV these days. And we, just, we, we don't even get the chance to see it. Way better than Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Like, they used to have it on ABC and NITV, but they don't, I don't know why. I think it's shown in another country now, so 
Um, yeah, so we always watch it. And like Chrissy, she's um, she's people come up to her and ask her for an autograph and signature, and she just like looks at them weird. I'm like, Chrissy, that's a fan. You gotta acknowledge them. And she's like, you know, and she walks off and. Yeah, and they're like because they actually are twins. It's not yeah, the they're, 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 playing they're, the same. Yeah, they role. are twins. Yeah. Like, and um, yeah, they got that role back in high school. So, um, yeah, rest in peace. Like, always remember the our ALO Greg Albrick. He was um, a non-Indigenous person that did so much for us um, Blackfellas at school. He put his job on the line a number of times, and he got them that job. So, um, yeah, so he went out of his way. Fat seen that thing and put them forward for it and got on that and that started their life careers off mm. um so now um chrissy she's um she does some training for port adelaide football club um so oh. like yeah so and that's my football 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 club as well and so is hers so it's oh, a, we're getting into the conversation right now next yeah next. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like, yeah i'm so proud of her oh good on you that's definitely yeah she's a bit upset and angry at me. Did you, um, <laughs> there's, a, there's an Aboriginal woman, um, Gippslander again, because we're amazing. Um, she made it into the Olympics for running, a Monta girl. So keep mm. your eye out for the Olympics. We've got a, a Monta, young Monta woman who will be in the Olympics. Someone was just talking somewhere. about a young Monta girl before. No. Okay. I uh, know, big family, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm related to her. I just think I'm related to her. So, um, yeah, keep it my, your eye out for my cousin in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting what's going on over there. They've got cases going rife at the moment. They're meant to be starting so in a couple of days. Yeah. Mm. That was really beautiful, uh, what you just said there before, brother, is acknowledging those, the person in your life that wasn't necessarily a black fella who was a very big turning point yeah. in your life. Has anyone else got a story like that of someone, like a school teacher or someone who was a turning point in your life? Or a lawyer? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it would be my um, younger brother, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, Deadly, though. You know what I mean? Um, little fella, he's got like, five kids. Yeah. He doesn't use drugs. He doesn't so drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just shows me, like, Sit my little brother doing better than me, me and I've got to kick myself, but I'm proud of him. And yeah, that's the... That's yeah, beautiful. He's my, he's my little... Uh, well, I always think our teachings and learnings come from up. Give a shout-out to him anyway, uh, to Anthony and my um, nephews and nieces, and yeah. mum and girlfriend, Gabriella. Good on you, Anthony. Keep doing a strong yeah. brother and being yeah. a good role model for our people. Yeah, for your older brother too. For your older brother. No. Well, I think we might head to another song. You're here with us in Port Phillip Prison. We're having a yarn to some of the brothers for NAIDOC Week and we're going to play for you um, Black Fella, White Fella. We're on pre-band. I think that's apt for the last conversation. Is it really 12.30?
Beyond the Bars, 20 years on the airwaves. Being in prison and um, us women all being together, we've, we're quite you know, lucky to have groups of people in uh, education, in programs, like I'm uh, completing my Masters next year. I'll complete it at uh, Masters of Writing at Swinburne. And Vicky and Tash were an inspiration for me to do that. And I'm leaving here with something. And even little things, you know, like we've got the women at uh, the Leisure Centre, Kath, um, Katz and Nat, the officers over there, they actually care about us and they care about helping us and bettering ourselves and making ourselves feel better. And that's what it's about. It's about feeling better inside. And I just really wanted to say today to thank you to Kath, Nat, Angela, Michelle. Um, there's too many to mention. Aunty Lynn especially and Lorraine. Beth at Education, like they're all helping us Indigenous women to better our, our bodies, our spirits, our souls and our mind. And that's what's going to make us stronger black women. When we leave here, we're going to be stronger women for it. Yeah, and thank you it. for coming in today. It gives us a voice. Mm. We really appreciate it and the time you've spent with the workshops. And you don't forget us all year round and we look forward to you. This is my second one. I've got one left till I leave. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and, yep. you know, I just really appreciate it. And, you know, we feel so loved and so happy. 20 years of Beyond the Bars. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars. Thick 
in the water. Father once said to his daughter, true story beginning with slaughter. So we got the order of water in this day and age. Nowadays, I think we will remain in a never-ending mind frame of pain. Sometimes going insane, but yet still trying to make a generous change for the next generation, eh? Make it go see more. Reach up on a plane on main. It's the beginning of a new world order to work. When the force started to grow up in the world filled with dishonor, food, dishonor, a kind of another, two kind of, another finding one another. So which is what you're running, you want to forever run it is what I'm eventually gonna discover you're running. There's plenty to see if you're looking for this. Same. Stolen generation was a crazy situation. Now we're back up on the scene, rising to the top, positively elevating. Through the black smoke with its instruments and music quick. Electric and cries all around. Welcome back to the show at Port Phillip. Uh, happy NADOC. This is our last Beyond the Bars and uh, last Beyond the Bars broadcast with some of the brothers down here. Um, so we've got to make it the best show. The last show is the best show. So um, that was just, that was uh, Emily Waramara's stomping ground. And before that, we had the Warumpuri band, Black Fella, White Fella. Oh, I just want to give. A little bit of a shout-out to my brother, Jamara, out there too. He's up in the court in the system, and I just wanted to send a happy NADOC if he's listening. And that I love you, um, and also to all my other siblings that um, might be listening. Probably not my sisters. They're busy. But um, I just want to tell you that I love you. So happy NADOC, everyone. Yeah, yeah we've got about an hour, just under an hour and a half left with you fellas here today. So... Um, yeah, who wants to have it? Have a yarn. Is that what? Have a yarn. Dwayne. Have we met? I've been yarning all day. Yeah, yeah. but you've yeah. been a mad yarn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, listening to myself too, so I'm, I think it's just followed by you. I've got a question. We um, do you get to access to a library or reading here or schooling? What's the situation with that? Yeah, we've got access to a library like once a week. So um, every Monday, I forget like that's the day my unit goes. Um, so every Tuesday, I'm thinking, ah, you know, beep. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I forget it. So, but it would be nice to have it twice a week. Like, you know, I'm a bit curious on like, I've been trying to get a book that you know about meanings of dreams because I have these weird ass scary dreams at time, and I'm thinking, oh, that might be a meaning or something. Mm. Um, you know, just curious on things like that. Can, um, can people donate books to the to the library? Um, I'm not too sure. There's oh, something okay. might be a G4S thing. Did I don't think we get much for variety in there. You know, what I mean, like as you said, he wants to find out about his dream and meanings and that. We go on the um, little computer there, type her up, and yeah, nothing shows up. Stuff like that. So I wish there was a bit more variety. Yeah, have stories. you read a lot of the books already here? Is it just not um, your um, genre? Only true crime, but yeah. <laughs> but I haven't got many there. Are yeah, you sharpening so. your um? Nah, yeah. nah, <laughs> nah, just more interesting that stuff instead it of non-fiction. Yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, the, the library room is actually just like a like a six by six by yeah, four yeah, trailer's yeah. got more room on it. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a small ass. library. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. I just wanted to know. Thank you for sharing that. So are you guys all from the same section? Because I know there are different, there are like a dozen or more, hey, sections. Us, us three are. Yeah, us three are. Yeah. Um, I'm Fishburn, that's at the back there. Uh, what, what's okay. it called? Fishburn, East and West. Fishburn. Yeah. So normally would you, fellow, would you yeah. be able to sit in a room and... No. Nah, no. This no. Is, so this um, is a one-off? So yeah, you guys are sitting in the room together? It's how we end True, up, okay. you know, seeing each other in Fishburn. There's yeah, only yeah. me and one other lad there. And, you know, it's boring. So, so I'm in my room all the time. Is it a small time. space or a big space? No, nah, they're big units, but yeah, just um. Not many black fellows. No, no, they just got us two there, and he's quiet like me. So you need someone like Dwayne or me. Yeah, yeah, a bit more active, <laughs> you know, have a yarn with and party on. Yeah. yeah, I know Cuzzo from MRC. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah so um, it was a bit better out there. Eh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a lot better there. So. Yeah, that's where we know that the other follow that was Yana before the Gunnar Kunar follow. Mm-hmm. First time I met him was today, so like oh. it's a spin out. Like um, even though there's so called a hundred black followers in the units, where that um, you know so like um, segregated into our own units that we don't even get to mingle with each other. Like um, and that that's sad, especially in a week like this, Nadoc. Um, even like we need more Indigenous Blackfellow programs. We need Koori Art to come back. We need all these other things. I guess a lot of them things have been put on hold because of the COVID, and that's another thing that's really got us by the yeah by the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you say? You just said what um, something um, was because of COVID. Because of COVID, uh, we, to, we normally have a men's group, but once a week, all jails have it. But because of COVID, we've had no men's group for what a couple of months now. What's yeah. the men's group? Uh, can you explain a little bit about what happens there? Is it just black fellas, yeah, just black, black men get black together? Yeah, just get together. Like, um, Marguerite's pretty good for it. They've got a fire pit there and mm. they get around the fire and they, yeah, you can have um, a good yarn with the boys, you know, talk about your problems, talk if there's any issues, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can get help with the brothers. Hey, look at how yeah. is right. So we just saw... Um, we just Ben just showed us the little space there with his fire and art yeah. and the art poles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we no, we have no access to that. None. None at all. Yeah, it's, and that that's that's a big thing too. Right? It's beautiful too. I mean, I mean, as good as it can get with inside the prison walls, but that's a nice space. Yeah, it's a nice space. It'd be in, it'd be good to be able to yeah. have access to that more more often and to be able to maintain it ourselves. Like it's a, it's a bit run down 
and you know it'd be good to have the opportunity to be able to go there and do a bit of gardening or to do a touch up on the paint or to sit there behind around the fire um, I understand we're in maximum security jail and you know fire might be a thing but as blackfellas that's something we always have had in our lives is mm. that fire um, that's something that we've um, grown from and grown with is this the only, this might be a silly question, but is this the only maximum security in Victoria, aside from Dame Phyllis Frost? Um, MRC, I believe. MRC, oh. Supermax. And Barwin. Barwin. Oh, Barwin, MRC. I'm not too, like, I'm still thing with all the jails over here. Over here, there's, there's like a whole list of jails. Over home, South Australia, we only have like a, you know, very few, like Yatla, like Port Augusta, Mount Gambier, um... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Murray Bridge, um, Murray Bridge and Cadell Training Centre. So there's like a lot more here. Yeah, there's a lot more. Victoria loves locking up their citizens. Their, yes, their they public. do. They do. Like they must. They, they make so much money off it. I, um, I heard somewhere that um, that it costs about one hundred thousand dollars to keep a man in prison yeah. a year. Could you imagine what you could do with that outside of prison well, with your life? If they gave me $100,000, you would never catch me back in prison. If they gave me a job that I could make an income of $100,000 from, I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't never see me, you know, thing. It's just sometimes the life gets hard and that we, we're forced to do that because Centrelink um, is a bit, you know, don't give us enough. Our rent's that hard. Fellas don't like to employ... You know, the average black follower, if we don't have ex- job experience, we can't get the job. If we don't have rental ex- rental references, yeah. we can't get a house. So the system um, does, it's difficult out there. Yeah, if they spent more money on um, housing, housing is the biggest issue for everybody, you know. Um, yeah. I, I strongly believe that if there was, you know, community, more community housing for Indigenous, specifically for young Indigenous people, as well as the middle age, um, yeah, that that would solve a lot of homelessness, a lot of hunger and a lot of domestic violence within our homes because a lot of the times we're all cramped up in one house because we've got no choice but to live with each other and within that comes paydays and all the paydays everyone wants to do is forget this, you know, drink their sorrows away or get on the gear or, you know, this and that and before you know it, people are fighting and this and that and then it's that cycle we live in and that's what brings us back to where we are now. And it's kind of, you know, almost if you think about all the time that you spent in prison and that $100,000, if you were just given that to start your life, imagine you had that support outside to, yeah. um, you know? Yeah, well, anyway, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not greedy. If they just gave me like 40, 50, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I mean, I'd be right. You know, but it's just, and, it, and they, yeah, so I think it's strange how they just pour all the money into the prisons but none into the communities. Yeah, it's... Oh, it's by design. It's by yeah, design, yeah. It's by design. We know yeah. It's, it's um, shaped like that. It's all about money. Yeah. We're all down here. See, the world nowadays is all about greed, money. money. It's a cycle of that, so... Money's evil. And that's what I love about, you know, our mob out in the bush and that, at, you know, up you know, specifically NT and that, you know, they don't... The money to them is is nothing. They get given a lot of money so they can stay quiet about, you know, get paid a lot of royalties so we don't say anything. But, yeah, to them, they just throw it around like there's nothing because it's not a value. It's The land is our value, you know, and that's what we need to re- remind ourselves as mm-hmm. Aboriginal people is money is what 
is, is given to us, so we're therefore we become needy of it and we survive on it. Like I'm, I'm not getting the words right, dependent. but depending on it. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Now you, you're spot on. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I wanted to ask you. So you've done some jail in South Australia. Yeah. So what's the, is there, what's the difference between? Oh, over here. Like yeah. Jail what? over there is jail. Um, yep. Over here is um, sort of like a residential rehab. <laughs> no, it's still jail over here. You know, you're doing what time do you without your family. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean by that? Um, over here, over there, um, like you don't have access. Like over in, like for example, Yatla and. You, you don't have access to yard like you do here. Like so, here I can come and go free from my youth, from my cell, into the common area and into the yard. Over there, you're when you're out of your cell, you can only go into a common area. So within the unit, mm. um, you don't have the freedom of going out to the yard whenever you want to. Mm. So um, the the officers over there, the screws, they're all a lot more rougher and that there. Like, yeah, you don't want to f around with them guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so and the the I just think it's a lot it's a lot more full on over home. Um, like a bit more punitive. Um, yeah. I don't know how to harsher. Yeah, harsher. Yeah, it's a lot more harsher over there. Um, over here, you got like I've I was like shocked to be able to buy the things I can buy on the canteens here. So that's that's a good thing, I guess. Like, um, Especially here oh, at Port Phillip, you've got to buy your own. canteen. We're getting our little food delivered here yeah. right this now. Isn't a regular, this, this isn't a regular menu, is it? Nah. What are you eating? Can I just cut you off quickly? We've got two. We've got listeners out there. We've got to get uh, swap some of these fellows yeah. over really quickly. Sorry. So we've got two which are leaving. Yes. We've got a couple of more oh. brothers coming in. Oh, so I'll just get them to say hello and goodbye. We'd like to say thanks for you guys coming up. It was right. It was good, isn't it? and it was glad I got my story out. I enjoyed it, and yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for coming. Um, sort of like you know, you're doing a great thing for all the brothers and that, getting their voice out there. And um, yeah, hopefully you can keep it going. See you all next year. Thanks, my brother, Thank and I'll say hello to your sister. <laughs> Sorry to lose you, but this is the way it is during COVID. This we've got to make sure we have the right number of people in the room. Normally we could have a lot more fellows in here, but and thank you to the two fellows who just offered. You know, I know that I want to leave, but thank you for leaving and making room for the others to come in. Deadly. No, you're right. All right, we might um, go to a little song just so we can enjoy this lunch. Oh. Be back. Yeah. What people keep talking about is money. The world keeps spinning. Trying to make ends meet, it's hard in this concrete jungle Trying to make something out of nothing Man, I wish I had it all Sometimes I wish I had it all They say money is greed And greed leads to power If I'm making money, you'd be ours Man, I wish I had it all Sometimes I wish I had it all Yeah, yeah, yeah It's like money, make the world go round I want a million, so I can help us spend for now I want to fit in, count the stacks To get back to those who need it Even if it's just a piece I 
I wonder what the world be like if we didn't have to go and work at 9 to 5. Would it be stress free? And no room for the scheming. That's something I only see when I'm dreaming. I'm trying to make it to me. It's hard in this concrete jungle. Trying to make something out of nothing. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. They say money is greed. And greed leads to power. If I'm making money, it'd be ours. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. They say money is the root of all evil. Money changes people doing strange things. Whether you're rich or poor, still the same thing. You gotta hustle some more. That's in the back of your mind, wishing you had it all. All I wanna do is be a musician. Follow my dream. I had the vision to be in the sea, living comfortably, living like a king in this concrete jungle. Even had a nine to five, but working ain't working. I'm not working my clients hard, I'm making a meal. I'm the rapper with gifts, slowly making a steal. Imagining when I'm on top, homie. I won't stop. I won't stop. I won't stop. You get it, you got it, it's good. You spin it, next minute it's out. You got your head to the ground and the world's spinning now. Thinking what you're gonna do about getting by. Trying to make ends meet. It's hard in this concrete jungle. Trying to make something out of nothing. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. They say money is greed and greed leads to power. If I'm making money, it'd be ours. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. Beyond the bars, 20 years on the airwaves. I didn't refund, but I lost out on a lot of appointments because um, me just stressing and just walking around with my head off my shoulders and mm. just didn't know what to do with my life and all that sort of stuff. I was calling out for help and wasn't receiving it. Yeah, it's really hard out there when you haven't got the support. But all of us women do need more support within... Um, housing, housing's number one and we don't get it, we just it's just always, some do get it some don't but housing is the number one necessity for us women and if we don't get it um, we're pretty up, pretty much up Sheep Creek and we don't have anyone to lean back on and when you don't have family it's pretty hard for even harder for the women yeah, that's all I want to say mm. yeah. 20 years of Beyond the Bars Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars.
Edwards, and this is a special NADOC broadcast for Beyond the Bars 2021, and we're coming live from Port Phillip Prison on 855 AM and digitally on 3cr.org.au. Welcome back to the broadcast, and we've just we've got a bit of a shape shift. We've got a um, new fellow in the room. I'll get you to introduce yourself. And uh, everyone knows me as Rocky, so uh, pretty well known for the system, but. Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to all my black brothers and sisters and out there, uncles and aunties and all that. Uh, happy NADOC. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, and to all my brothers in the prison, there's, like you were saying, there's 126 black followers there, but only, you know, half a dozen were allowed up here. So it's a shame. 
I know it was COVID, but you know, still could have made a little bit more room for more brothers and that are in the jail. You know, they were shattered out there that they couldn't be here. So, on behalf of all them, happy NAIDOC to all the families out there listening in. And um, yeah, so what's happening? Who <laughs> <laughs> Glad you could come in and join us, Peter. Yeah. Um, and it Actually, is a shame. Yeah, and I'm sure morning. there are brothers that are listening yeah. live right now in Port Phillip. So just yeah. to send a shout out to you fellas in here that couldn't be here. We wish you were here. So happy night yeah. to you fellas too. And yeah. keep tuning in to 3CR. Um, yeah. There's people like Robbie Thorpe on a Wednesday yeah. at 11 yeah. that you'll get something out of, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Gavin, Gavin Moore is another original broadcaster. He's on Thursday. Uh, Tuesday at 11. And Viv. And Viv has a show. And I both do shows. When we can. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, so we're definitely tell us listening. What's been happening, Peter, here for NAIDOC Week? Um, for NAIDOC Week, well, because of the COVID situation, not not too much really. Um, we've had we've had a like a luncheon, and and that's pretty much the whack. Like, mm. you know, we've all, you know, what I mean, we've all wanted to be around one another, and and due to you know the way the prison is set out, and no programs being the way they are at the moment, we couldn't really mix as much as we would like. But um, yeah, this NAIDOC, being the 20 year anniversary, I really wanted to get up here today because I'd, I'd been involved over the years so many times. Uncle Kutcher, Uncle Giller, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, I really wanted to be up here just to have my little say and say hello to everyone out there, all the listeners. <laughs> But um yeah, uh, but it would have been it would have been nice if if we could have done a little bit more for NATO. But you know, we're living in the COVID world now, so you know what I mean. That sort of stuffed everything up. Yeah. But well, we got um just so I'm not sure if you heard before, but our outside our NATO got moved to um October, so we didn't even get one outside. Yeah. Um. So it's. Yeah, um, it's not as rough as in here, but yeah. yeah, I think Beyond the Bars has really carried it for everyone, really, because there's been nothing in Melbourne for yeah. for um, NAIDOC as well, and you really miss it, eh? It's, yeah. some, it's a good time to get together, it and it, I've missed it. Yeah, well, this week, listening to the radio all week, it's given us something to do, you know. All the boys that down at work, I work in a laundry here in uh, Factory One, so we've been listening all week to the radio and that, having a laugh at everyone out there, being all shy and that. <laughs> Don't be shy, blackfellas. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's given us something to do and, and it's been good, you know, listening to everyone out there. And shout outs from the girls over there and all the brothers and Barwon and Lodden and Marguerite and all that. So yeah, um, I hope you're all enjoying your up and that. Yeah, they get real shy in the beginning of the show and then yeah. at the end, everyone wants to quickly get their shout-out yeah. in. It's always yeah. the way with them. Yeah, that's right. You can hear them, they only shout-out straight away and then they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're having um, a football match in Margany on Monday, so I'll be really keen to listen. Hopefully we can get on the air and... And share the um, the results. They have yeah. a, say Marguerite. They play the rest of the population um, for NAIDOC. They're called the yeah. NAIDOC Stars, and they haven't won oh, for the last nine deadly. years. Yeah. And um, I'm really hopeful. Apparently, this is the strongest the team has been for the last ten years. So, um, a shout out to the Marguerite um, NAIDOC Stars football team. You better win on Monday. Sure. We'll be all listening <laughs> in. Hopefully, we can get the scores to share with everyone. Um, and share it over um, 3CR so we can all find out who won. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe send a few guys over there, eh, right, and back them up. But, um, yeah, what happened with the footy here, uh, Rocky? I remember um, years ago there was games going on there yeah. all the time. Well, we used to have it where Salamander and Fishman is, is now. There was an overlap there. But we used to play flat out, but the ground out there, the rabbits were digging holes all over the joint. And a couple of the boys injured their knees and this and that. And oh, yeah. uh, one of them tried to sue the jail. And then they just thought, well, that's it. They shut it down. So there was no that's more for you. Yeah. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah, that's what happened. You knew there was something behind it. Um, I don't know, I'm not sure. Couldn't but find the rabbit, eh? <laughs> yeah, couldn't find the rabbit. They obviously won because they shut the oval down. That's <laughs> right, that's right. And, yeah, and the jail was just saying that they could make a few extra dollars off it, so they just built a couple more units there. Yeah. So. Mm, it's interesting, that one. Yeah. I knocked around your family uh, a lot of my younger years, yeah. Rocky. I know you from <laughs> from Shep. I grew up yep. around the corner from your grandmother yeah. in Carcrest there. That's wow. right. Those were the days. <laughs> Never get them back again. But um, how's it going? You going to head back to Shep when you? Um, oh, I'm not too sure. I haven't been back to Shep for, for probably about 15 years now. Um, last time I went down, it was um, one of my aunties' funerals, I think. It was Seems to be the only time I head back these days, but um, I've got you know my own kids and that down here, so oh, yeah. I've been out in Geelong for the last you know 14, 15 years, and well, I'm not in here, of course, wasting my life, but uh, I'm out there, um, and now something I've been thinking about over the last you know few months in here is maybe returning back to Shep, if not for good, maybe just you know. For more frequent visits because my mother's getting old and you know my brothers are having children and I haven't met any of them and so I, I, I would like to you know return home a little bit more and I think because for me with my 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 drugs and my crime and all that sort of stuff it started in Shepparton my trauma is related to Shepparton and my drugs are related to my trauma so. I think for me to heal properly, I need to return the country, and at least then maybe I'd be able to get a little bit further because I've been trying to pull my head in, but I haven't been able to sort of get across the line. So I think maybe that's what I've been missing. I need to go back, sort myself out in the country where it all started, and and then maybe then I'll be right. Yeah, I know how you feel, mate. I haven't lived back in Shep for 23 years, and and uh, and I, I was up there last um, last weekend to see my my new granddaughter, um, and and you know I don't stay long. No. It's it's a night at the most. The only time I'll stay is if I'm camping at the river, you know. Yeah. Uh, in town, I'll, I'll I'll get out pretty quick. Not not for not for any. Reason that I, I don't like mm. the place, but I, I too got young family yeah. in, in Melbourne, work yeah. in Melbourne, live in Melbourne, yeah. and it's like um, it's good to go back up and visit, yeah. relight those, um, you know, that connection that to, to uh, country and and mm. um, you know, yeah. a lot of good things happening. Just with um, Geelong and Wotherong and Darty and that are, are in talks now, look, we can get getting get the worker over that way. Yeah. Eventually it'll happen, yeah. not straight away though. Hopefully by the time you your own, we can mm. we can support, give you some support over there. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's it's a long road to healing road, brother. You got to yeah, you got to but you got to make a decision, you know. Yeah. You got to start it. Make a decision and start it because uh, yep. you're not getting any younger. I wish I could have done it at 36. I tell you. Yeah. You know. 
Uh, not at not at 40. Like I lost four years there. I think I lost 10 years really. If I'd have done it at 30, I'd have been would have been laughing. I would have had my own business, my own mm. my own you know like house, everything. But um, it's it's the longer you you put it off, the the harder <laughs> it's going to get. You know like but. No, good on you, brother. You, yeah, you, you, no, you, you spend a bit of time in there now and you're pretty much, yeah. you know, there for um, um, pretty much lost time, you know. Like, yeah. you got to use it. Um, I think with me, it was it kept me alive because yeah. I could have been going hard yeah. out there for, yep. for, for, for years and, you know, like it does. dying on a regular basis. But, yeah. uh, you know, coming back in there kept me alive. And and it made me think, you know, turn the light, the switch went on, you know. Yeah. Buddy, I want to yeah. do something with me, myself, you know. Uncle yeah, Rossi, no. I yeah. want to ask you a question. Um, yeah. what, what, what was your catalyst? What made you turn it around? What was the moment? Oh, <laughs> it was pretty strange, really, because uh, I never thought nothing of it. I thought, you know, I, I couldn't care if they found me in the, in the ditch mm. beside the road. It didn't bother, bother, yeah. worry me at all. And then one day... One night I nearly got killed, you know, like mm. I won't say how. It was like a, it was ice speed chase. There was shots fired and all that kind of mm. crap that goes with, with with drugs and you know like that. And and um, and I just thought the next morning I had a moment of clarity. Me, me, the lights went on, you know. Shit, I nearly got killed last night, you know, mm. like. And then then I had to think about back about the two years before that. There was at least six six times that yeah. I nearly got killed, you know, yeah. like or nearly died, and 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 was in hospital, and 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 you know, ambulances come and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, shit, I want to see my grandkids grow up, you yeah. know, because I had beautiful kids, you know, you know my sons, yeah. Yeah. my sons and daughters, and yeah. and uh, and I thought, I want to see my grandkids grow up. And then I never had no grandkids, yeah, you know. And uh, now I've got 14, you know, that was 23 years ago. Just it's just a decision. Not doing it yeah. no more, bang. And I realised then that drugs are not my friend, alcohol is not my friend, they're actually my enemy and they're trying to kill me. It's like inviting your worst enemy into your lounge room. You just wouldn't do it. <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do? They're yeah. going to take everything. They're going to yeah, take your right. wife, your kids, your, yep. your, your house, your car. Your, they're going to take, it's going to take everything. Yeah. So that's, why, that's the analogy I use. With me, I know I was an addict. That's it. Yep. Um, You said something the other day um, that really stuck in my mind that um, when you were not clean, Mm. that you were more staunch to your mates than your family. That really, I was really, I don't know, that for some reason really touched me. I was like, that's a really interesting point. Yeah, I had a missus and and, and, and five children at home and I'd be, I'd be running around Fitzroy and, and, yeah. and, and Northcote and Preston and worrying about my mates, being more staunch, staunch to them yeah. instead of being aimed staunch to my, my missus and kids, you know. Like, and of course, yeah. you know, them, them mates are, are good people, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like, they're not going to support you, you know. Yeah, that's right. I, know, I, I, I can feel you on that level, like, you know, because mm. at times, like, I've, I've, I've done the same... I've, you know, conducting myself in that in that same manner, like you can be more staunch to your mates than than your family. You know what I mean? And then one day you're in a place like this, and you wake up and it's 20 years down the track, and you realise, shit. You know what I mean? I've just yeah. spent more time in jail and with my mates on the on the gear than I have with my family. You know? Yeah. So you know, you get out and seeing your family is like looking at a photo because. Each time they're, they're grown, hair's yeah. longer, you know what I mean? Um, 
and if it wasn't for, well, I don't sit in here and feel sorry for myself because I put myself in here, and if it wasn't for jail, I wouldn't have been off the drugs long enough to know that, to come to that realisation that, all right, I'm starting to, I'm starting to age now, I want to do something different, and, and jail gave me that time away, locked in the shower, and some of the people in here as well, there's, there's some really good blokes in here, you know what I mean? It's not just all heartless criminals and drug addicts in here, like, a lot of them you can sit there and you can have a serious conversation about, mm. especially about family, because a lot of the people in here do love their families and all that, and then they're not, even though they're in jail or, you know, they might have been out there running the streets, they always carry their families with them. Like, for me, no matter where I am and what I'm doing, my family's always with me, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of close calls that I've had is because I've got my family looking over me, you know, especially, you know, my nan, my father and that. Up above and that, you know, they've always been there to, to guide me through and help me manoeuvre my way through all these, um, you know, bad situations. And, um, you know, so, yeah, for me, Joel, as well as just being the place that took me away from my family, it's been a place that has helped me come to the realisation that, you know what I mean, like, it's, it's time where I've got to start thinking about doing something different. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and only you can make the decision, brother. You know, we we can go along and commit um, all this, or keep continuing mm. all this this stuff and continue you using. In the end, for me, just for me, mm. I realised that alcohol is not my friend. It's actually my enemy. Yep. Actually, my worst enemy. Uh, and the only one worse than that was drugs. Mm. You know, like, and once once I realised that, there was no way I made a decision that I'd no way I'd ever put them in my system again because I can't connect spiritually, you know. I can't connect to country. I can't connect to family. Mm. I'm on a different plane gone, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, and that plane had to land and it landed and I got <laughs> off it, you know. Like, yeah. that was it. Simple as that. But, you know, like what um, Marika was saying before, we're all going through a lot of different traumas, yeah. you know, like, and, and we need that occasional drink or that occasional drug but if you're a if you're a if you're a, an addict or an alcoholic that one is the, the first one that does the damage not the last one mm. the first one you know because yeah. you're never going to you're never going to put it down mm. you know like and um and usually and if you're lucky only if you're lucky you end up in jail mm. you know what i mean because because this is what what keeps most of people yeah. like me alive yeah. yeah you know and no no doubt because i've lost about Ten of my best mates that I went to school with, and I can remember it through drugs and alcohol. Yep. They're gone. They yep. never had a rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ross, what support, what support services were around when you decided to quit? Oh, no. All, all it was back then days was Galley, um, and and Odyssey wasn't even thought of then, but uh, they got, they got a good, good support over there now. But um, if you want to get off... Um, everything. Even Darty now have got um, uh, really good drug and alcohol programs, and you know where we can and residential programs where we can keep people in there. Um, you know, nine to five we run programs. After five you can go and do whatever you like. You know what I mean? As long as you as long as you're back in by 10:30 curfew. You know, but that's um, in them programs, and you can stay there for anything up to 20 weeks. We've had one guy stay there for nine months, but um, you know, like it's there's opportunities now. Before there wasn't, you know, yeah. uh, we just and and you know yourself. You, mm. as, soon as, you, as soon as you we'd get out, we'd be oh, go and have a party, you know, go and get on, bang. <laughs> what what you do then is take away your freedom straight away because yep. it, it's just a matter of days or t- 
weeks before you before, before you back in, and um, and that I, I, never, I keep trying to mention that trauma that we've got in our blood system. Yeah. It's in our system yeah. from our transgenerational traumas, from what our exactly. ancestors have taken on. You know that um, that grief and loss yeah. that um, you know like we we're losing people on a weekly basis yeah. or a monthly basis at least. Yeah. You know, like and we don't deal with our grief. We don't do our cultural business. We don't do smoke ceremonies yeah. to to heal all that that yeah. stuff. You know. So what we do, usually after a funeral, everyone's lined up to bloody go into the pub, you know, to, or, you know, like, and um, it's, um, what is it, what is it? it's um, short-term relief for yeah. long-term misery, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you pick up the short-term relief, all that, we can always pick up the short-term relief, the drug, the alcohol, whatever it is, for long-term misery, because that's going to take everything from you, you know, yeah. and it does. If it's you, true, yeah. we all go to, back mm. to the pub. Yeah. after a funeral to make ourselves feel better but it's just it's not real and it's so momentarily we all do it not just yeah. you fellas we all go yeah. and have a drink but it's wrong you're right uncle it's actually not it's not the way it's not yeah. cultural yeah no it's yeah. not but but you know some people can do it it's yeah. great and then they go back to work people like me like yeah. maybe someone can identify me with in the room well, that that's not going to end there. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Because I, I, I'd go home. I remember when I was your age, mm. uh, in my early 30s, and I'd go home and I'd open the fridge and and there'd be a uh, six pack in there, and I'd have no more money. But there's a six pack. So I'm not mm. going to drink that. I, I won't touch it because I'm not going to stop at a six pack. Yeah. That's the way way I drink. I don't mm. stop at a six pack, um, and usually I don't stop at at alcohol either. Mm. Everything else comes on straight yeah. away. You know yeah. that's. That's a kind of, um, it's like, and I, I can stop, uh, I was able to stop uh, and, and do that, but um, once drugs were involved, it's just, just impossible, you know. Yeah. But you've got to make that decision, yeah. you know, have you wasted enough time or, you know, it's not mm. a waste of time, mm. have you matured enough to change that, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a long journey, it's a good journey, but guarantee the only thing that keeps us alive long enough is, is coming in now. As you know, yeah. um, we've lost people close to us, you know, yeah. and 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 if they had a stayed in for a little bit longer, they would have been still alive, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and yeah. and and or if even if some of them ones that didn't even come into prison mm. had, a, had a had a bit of a rest, they would have been still yeah. alive. Yeah. So <laughs> you know that what do they call it? Close the gap. Bloody hell! Close the bottle shops, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, we'd live a long, lot longer, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, I loved it. I love alcohol, love drugs, yeah. but I respect them, and I know that they're going to kill me, you know. Like, uh, and and pretty much uh, take everything away, you know. Mm. Like I was saying, back in the day, I had no grandkids. I've got, I've got, um, I've got lots and lots of grandkids now, and, and they're going to see me. Um, Grow old, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, and I remember your your grandmother very well, mate. We're real, real close, you know. Like, and and I was only a kid too, you know. Like, and um, her and Cheryl and mm. and um, and Bonnie, my sister, they all yep. knocked around together, you know. But uh, yeah, the good old days. We can't get them back, but we can make better ones, I suppose, if we. Um, if we make the right decisions. Oh, no, that's not... I'm just... Oh, I thought you were. Sorry, <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> um, 
Peter, I have a question. Yeah. Um, you said that you worked before. Where do you work in the prison? Mate, I work at, in the laundry here. We, um, we do all the washing for the, for the, uh, the cells, the custody centre, the old people's homes. So. Old people's home? What's that? Yeah, for like, the aged care facilities. We do all their washing, so we get all the... Like Booper and all that, the aged care. Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So we, we do all the old people's dirty bedding and wow. stuff like that. So it's... So you've got a big industrial laundry here that you all work yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, we've got a laundry here that we all work in, so... And are you in the same unit as some of these fellas? Uh, no. Or have you not met any of these? Because no. we've just realised that you only you don't know everyone in here, so... I know Cosro here and, and uh, Aaron over here, um, but... Well, I'm in Scarb North, so, um, yeah, there's probably about 14, 15 of black fellas over there, so, but, yeah, like, I see a couple of the boys when I'm walking to work, and that's about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. We just got a new brother in. Hello. Welcome Hello. to the show. How are you going? What's your name? Brenton. 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 Who's your mob, Brenton? Uh, Radjuri. Radjuri? Yeah. Happy NADOC. Thank you. Um, um, what does it mean to you? Well, pretty much means what, what it's like to be here right now in this room. Uh, yeah, I only met my cousin a few weeks ago here. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, but I um, haven't seen Deadly. him. Haven't seen him. He's, he's been talking about having a sore finger or something, so he can't write me letters. I don't know what he's doing, but he's gambling. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he's, he's my skin and yeah, How the blood. How close so. he is related. Wow, yeah. there you go. So, I mean, he's, his mother looks a dead spit for my uh, paternal grandmother. When we were sitting in the same room a few weeks ago, um, I might have been two months ago now, and within, within a minute we started talking to each other and I said, uh, my grandmother Roller, uh, Roller McCabe, um, and he goes, what, Arnie Roller? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I mean, you know, NADOC for me, I mean, just culture in general just means, you know, we see each other anywhere in the street, you know, anywhere and we just know we're close, you know. It's that bond that we can't explain, Yeah. That innate sort of feeling, yeah, you know, that connection to each other. And, have, yeah. have you been able to do anything outside of the radio show this week for NADOC? Uh, I was part of the dance group yesterday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah me and Kazo here. Um, we was did the dance um, for NADOC week in front of the, um, I guess you could say, the the governors or the, the funding bodies. I don't know what you'd call them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the shareholders. shareholders. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we never, you know, for a dance like that on the outside, we would have got paid big bucks. But, uh, you know, in here, we don't even get, we didn't even get a chocolate muffin for doing it. Um, I, I, haven't, I haven't been one to, yeah, I don't even sell my paintings yet, so I haven't even really cashed in on this yet, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So um, we got there all painted up and um, we just did two dances, you know, just like a little show-off dance and uh, what am I did, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. Like, it was culturally, like, spiritually, like, empowering. But, um, yeah, it would have been good to get a bit more acknowledgement for the, our, our, our doings, you know. I guess we don't really need it off the, the gubbers, off the gunyas, crinkeries, but, um, you know, it would have been would have been a bit more better if we got a... You know, good on your fellas, or thank you, or you know, a bit of, bit of um, acknowledgement. acknowledgement. Yeah. I um, just, yeah. sorry, I've, I'll just, I've, I've done a lot of things like played, you know, sport and that's public spoken, all that sort of thing, and 
you know, being on stage and being in bands and, and these sort of things. And I've never been as nervous as I was yesterday. Yeah, with a group of five of us. Um, yeah, we had us, cuz. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've never been, I've never been so proud to to represent Aww. something. Yeah. Yeah. Too deadly. Yeah. So how many people were you? Um, there was uh, five of us. Yeah, I think it was yeah, five, five of us. Um, you know, it's it's and different six. to my mob's dance, but you know, like, um, I, you know, I didn't have no worries about it. You know, learning other styles and different things. You know, um, so yeah, um, it was it was a good a good experience. Um, I believe so, yeah, some, probably one of them, yeah, someone filmed it, I, I, I believe, I could see someone on their phone. Um, you notice me in the, in the photos, I'm the, I'm the one that the ochre didn't, didn't look, <laughs> didn't show <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, he, he's the latte, you know, yeah, coffee's... Well, I'm always that one in the, in the yeah, group yeah. as well, bros, yeah, so yeah. I don't know you <laughs> A coffee's still a coffee, no matter how much milk you put with it. We're um, very milky. Yeah, my hair's not my hair's not red. It's auburn, right? And, and I'm the I'm the the hairiest guy, you know. Like you look at me, and all you see is just hair everywhere, thick. Maybe, maybe for the cold weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like the mullyonk and the dance crew, you know. Um, one of um, one of our um, uh, uh, ALOs bring a little bit in just to ochre us up. Um, it would have been good to have some back at the units to be able to do some ochre on our paintings and stuff. You know, like, um, that's something I've been talking to one of the workers about, like, if we can have that type of equipment on our career art and things like that. Yeah. Um, but art? Yeah. You said you do art and paintings. I'm interested to know, what, what do you paint? Um, that's a good question. Uh, for me, like, I mean, I'm sort of, last three or four years, I've sort of developed my painting skills and getting, I think I feel like I'm getting better myself uh, skillfully that um, I've always had a sort of creative sort of spirit. Uh, for me a lot of the things I'm touching on with the with the paintings are to do with to do with birth and spirit and and the leaving of the womb and the, the coming back and um, skin. You know, I'm using a lot of trans, transparent sort of paints, you know, diluting them and, and almost painting them on like like you know, layers of skin, trying trying to work the you know the prints of the fingers and and stuff like that into the texture of the painting. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of textural stuff. Playing yeah. with the mediums to yeah. create different textures. That's As, amazing. I, you know, I respect I respect people, you know, painting the traditional ways and and with the traditional colours and that sort of thing. But I I like to I like to just you know go with what's in me, in my heart and you know sort of it, if it becomes a bit more you know floral you know there's a, there's a lot there's a lot more you know, of that sort of thing in, in a lot of my paintings and drawings. I like. Like to have like a soft touch to it. Yeah. Wow, I really love to see your work. Can we see Sally on, on the torch? Is this through the torch? No, I've never, never, I've never done anything through the torch myself. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's not a, a you know, no offence to anyone that does. It's just yeah. I was, I was talking to to my mate uh, who turns out to be one of our cousins actually, uh, Ricky Sage, this morning, and said, um, yeah, I, I've got a lot of people who I need to make. Not, not complete reparations, but there's a lot of people that I'd, I want to give my artwork to. You know, like, Beautiful. Yeah, my uncle Dylan and his family and cousins, cousins, you know, young cousins that I've never met, stuff like this, you know, something that they can look at. And, yeah, they so you're making your art for your family. Yeah. That's beautiful. My nan and like, like uncles and poplars and chummels and that all taught me more of the weaving. My nan's and that mm. taught me a lot of weaving. Um, feathering, um, carving, and um, I believe like 
that should also be introduced into our type form of art in, in, within the prison. Not, not all Aboriginals express themselves through paint. We express ourselves through music. Um, that's a, one way of communication, commu- through music, art, dance. And I think all song. forms of that type of... Yeah, song, all forms of that art should be... We should have access to within here. Mm. You know, it would be... It'd be It'd be bloody deadly if we could, you know, carve a, you know, a digidoo or, you know, shield, or shield um, you know, even just do a bit of feathering, do a bit of weaving, get some rushes, you know, and just, you know, make a mat or, you know, yeah, just things like that, a little pouch that, you know, that we used to have and um, that that type of stuff. Like, I know over back home in SA we do that, mm. they allow that, but over here they, they don't, so it's quite sad. Hopefully you get that, but... Um I just wanted to tell you a little story. You probably heard it on the radio yesterday, but at Marguerite they played us the didge, and um, it was made out of toilet paper and paddle pop sticks, and it was painted. And one of the um, non-Aboriginal fellows in the prison made it for the black fellows and gifted it to them. So I thought that was really nice, but really resourceful as well. They were like, it's a proper prison um, didgeridoo. Cause, yeah, it was deadly. Yeah, it was deadly. They did a deadly job, you know. So um, I'm not saying that you should make it like that. Hopefully you could get wood, but um, I appreciate the creativity in it. <laughs> yeah, carve into the um, pop sticks. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carve the pop sticks. Eh? Wood burner. Yeah, a little, like yeah. a little shiv or something. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, step up, Russ. <laughs> First of all, um, Say while we're on that. Oh, yeah, Aaron, yeah. It's Aaron again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, while we're on the art subject, about fellas that don't know how to, like, don't know their stories and that, if they don't know any of their stories to their artwork and that, like, they can tell their own story of what's going on in their life at the time when they did that painting. So, yeah, that'd be the choice you can get, I reckon. Yeah. But I had a lot of fellas in the, come up to me, like, can you help me with a story, you know? I told them, uh, can't help you with a story, but, you know, what was going on in your life and that when you done it. And I said, that's a story in itself right there. So they express themselves. And um, the didgeridoo thing, yeah, I made one with uh, matchsticks. <laughs> but, it got, but it got locked up, yeah. They put it in property. Were they live matchsticks? <laughs> they reckon I can bash one? someone with it. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, well, you so get a I'm trying to, I'm fighting, I'm fighting for my didge, but... Uh, Mm. Well, hopefully you get the didge. That's what I was going to say. Our 3CR.com. Yeah, on our Facebook page. Right, so yeah, well, Port Phillip, free the didge now. Oh. I've got something I wrote. It's not... It's not you know, particularly uh, poignant or, or cultural, except for the fact that I'm cultural myself and spiritual myself. But I wrote this song a few years ago. If you've got a few minutes to... Yes, please. Do you um, want some music on the backing? Or do you no, just want to go... With no, I'll just go... Uh, yep, all right. Bella. Take it away. Yeah, it's, it's, sort of a, it's, it's sort of a rap, but I'll, you know, I'll just, we'll just see how it goes down. Let this pen go to work as I scribble my thoughts down before my brain's fried, before I go into meltdown. Been living on the edge just a matter of time now before the cracks open up and the skeletons climb out. Haven't been lying, I've been hiding the truth. If I gave you this real shit, what would you do? You'd probably run. 
Or maybe you won't. I'm fucked if you do, and you're fucked if you don't. So ask me your questions, and I'll tell you my story. But don't be getting squeamish as it starts to get gory. There's more about failure than there is about glory. I've done a lot of dumb shit, but I've never been boring. Sorry. Coming back to me, right I've done some good things too, if you'll take this time to listen. Take a look at both sides before making a decision. Let me in your brain, I'll try and open up your vision. Then you can be the judge, am I a hero or a villain? Everybody knows me, no one knows me at all. Say your friends know you best, but do they really know you? And do you really know them or just the them that they show you? Do you search for the secrets they keep buried deep or to skim across the surface for the shit that you need? Because people wear complex, I've got layers for days. I'm different from the next and then different again. The blood's the same colour that runs through our veins. But we're all individual because we've all got a brain. So it makes us unique from one to the next, separated further by race, religion and sex. You say you want to know me, but do you really? Do you want to think the way that I think and feel my feelings for me? Give me a heart, I'll give you my time. Come a little bit closer, girl, I'll give you a piece of my mind. Everybody knows me, no one knows me at all. If you really want to know me, yeah, I'll let you inside. Just a word of warning, you mightn't like what you find. I'm cluttered up with self-doubt like you wouldn't believe. But that'll never stop me wearing my heart on my sleeve. Because if I love you, I'll tell you. People think that that's weird. But the depth of my emotions never something I feared. If you can't stomach realness, you can't stomach me. I try to play it different, but this is all I can be. The people that I love, yeah, they know who I am. But they see the flesh and bone and not the heart of a man. It was never my intention to come and fuck up your plan. But maybe I'm a lion on the palm of your hand. If the timing's wrong, let's forget about clocks. Forget there never could be except what we got. The time we spend together, that's not a waste of time to me. The future's yet unwritten. What'll be, we'll make it be. Everybody knows me, no one knows me at all. Solid, Kaz. Very talented. Yeah. <laughs> What's that called? Uh, just has a bit of a working title, I think. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. Every, everybody to no one. No. Beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank really you so much. Is. Thank you so Thank much you. for sharing that. But all the way through, all the other brothers here were nodding. Like, and even I was nodding. We all identified with what you were saying yeah. there, eh? He's taken my sentence. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful when you're yeah. speaking on behalf of everyone. No, I really appreciate that as a the sentiment because, yeah, I mean, I, the, best, the best art I see and the best, you know, everything from public speakers to, to artists to just people doing their, their day-to-day thing, you know. When I see someone that's doing something that I can nod my head to and, you know, appreciate that that's, you know, that's when I feel that, you know, you're connected to it. So, I mean, even, even for myself, that I wrote that in 2016 and that was just after I'd, I'd, um, I'd split up with my fiancé at the time and I didn't know, there was a lot, of, a lot of shit going through my head. I didn't know what was even in there. Um, and I started coming to jail and these sort of things and it's, I'm still working through it all. But I, I still look at that song and I still, I still read it out and, like things, things still pop out to me that, that make sense now that didn't even make sense when I wrote it. So, yeah. It's a beautiful piece. Um, uh, you know who it reminded me of? Um, and she's, it reminded me of Nicki Minaj's um, type of raps because the way she, the way she uh, sets up a rhyme and then there's like a double meaning to it in the next sentence. Um, and I really appreciated that. So thank you very much uh, for sharing. Uh, Nicki, Nicki Minaj on Monster. Yeah, 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 excellent, excellent work. Um, do we have any more other artists in the room? No, I'll, I'll paint, but yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, no, I don't rhyme, but... Peter, I reckon you could, oh, no, come on. <laughs> no, 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 that's not for me. Well, then, in that case, I just think that we'll go to another song, um, and then we can have a little coffee and a break. Thank you. 
thoughts within Visions I see Daring to dream My destiny So much sorrow Heartache we Our children, they shed a tear. On the airwaves. For Aboriginal people who've been in, in brick and bar wire in all over Australia since Federation, we can take our ship back to the First Fleet. 
You know, we just, oh, my philosophy is to white man's world or to black man's jail. Yeah, I better keep it on the low, though, because I might be getting dragged out of there shortly. Security might be bum rushing through the door, mate, giving me an attitude adjustment. <laughs> Even though I'm in jail, you know what I mean? So I've got to just sort of keep it, um, you know. No, I can't go too political because I'm in a money-making machine. I'm not in government. You're an urban Aboriginal, mate. You are coming to jail because you live in a ratty area. Mm. It's, 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 you know, it doesn't matter how hard you, you try and escape it and try and get away from it. You just you're drawn. Like, you're just drawn here. 20 years of Beyond the Bars. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash Beyond the Bars. And welcome back to 3CR. This is our final broadcast for 2021. It always gets a bit sad when we wrap up. It's, it's something that um, I know us broadcasters love. We give up our NADOC week every year to be in here with you fellas. But guess what? This year everyone out there is jealous because they've got no NADOC. So we brought, we bought them NADOC. I just wanted to have a little laugh about some of the words we used as blackfellas just then. You know, we were talking about how he ridded that poem. And <laughs> I think it's, it's a new urban black language that we create for ourselves, like film and other things. Any other words you can think of? Um, you know, I've got a few. You've got to talk in the mic, brothers. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> you know, that word? Yeah, That dead. one? Like dare. Dare, gone, dare. Oh, gone. Gone. Go and get. Us no, no. <laughs> for us celebrating us. Yeah, Or when you get them, that's also another thing. When you knock them out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or for when someone's good looking follow up us. Us, us, That's the handy word. It's like the F word. It's just good oh. for everything. Eh? Uh, I, I'd never heard. Um, I went to WA. Oh, WA. And, and uh, New South Wales. And I was up in Canada and you know, hanging out with some of the sisters there. and yeah, I was I was laying up with one, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd never heard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean they're laying up? <laughs> I'd never heard that term. She's like laying on the top bunk or what? <laughs> she picks up her phone. She's like, oh, just laying up with this Brenton fella. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah so. but we do cooking up, charging up, cleaning up, everything. But that's everything's what, up. It's all up. 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 Laughing up. Yes, I, think I really I love that language that we all make. Is that we all call it that city urban language, and it's a language. It should be an identified language, even when we all the way we laugh together. When we're it's, it is Aboriginal English is recognised in is Australia. It? Yeah, it's it a recognised language. Aboriginal English. Yep. Oh, true. When I signed up to um, because I grew up on a mission and I spoke very differently to how I speak now. Yeah. Um, and people couldn't understand us really in the city. But when I signed into uni, it was like, what language did you speak at home? And one of the language was, one, one of the languages was Aboriginal English. So it is a recognised language right. in, mm. in institutions. True God. Yeah, yeah, black English. Mm-hmm. You're lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> okay, so this is our final 15 minutes. Any of you got lovely things you've got to do your final shout-outs to? Or your baby's mamas, or just your I'll soon take to up probably five minutes, boys. And <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll just um, shout out to my family uh, in Shepparton, my mother, Judy, and my brothers, Michael and David, and all their boys, and um, my kids, and Peter and Shiara, and their mother, Charmaine, and uh, Geelong. Um, and then, you know, only Vicky Austin over there in Collingwood, shout out um, to you and um, 
keep fighting the good fight over there. And, uh, you know, you're looking after your grandkids and that. You do a good job, you know. You stepped up and when they needed you. So I give you props for that, Aunty Vic. And um, a shout-out to uh, Combo and all my brothers back in Scarp North sitting up in there. Mm-hmm. hope you're listening. And Dickie and Ricky down at work. I hope you're doing that sorting, boys, because I want to come in Monday morning after the all that sorting, man. So I hope you've done all that. Dickie and Ricky, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Dickie and Ricky. Yeah, Dickie and Ricky. <laughs> and, uh, and just shout out to all the other black fellas out there. Listen, I hope you've enjoyed your NAIDOC and um, stay black, deadly and proud. I'll Thanks, brother. Yeah, I'd um, <clears throat> like to shout out to all my mob, um, to all the Lindsay's, Hunters, Rankins, yeah, I can go on. Um, out there, all Naranjiri mob, stuck over here in Victoria, can't get back home. Um, and especially the ones locked up, you know, we can't go nowhere. Um, yeah, like shout out to them and my, my O'Neill family too, my father's mob. Yeah, and uh, all the brothers and sisters and um, all, especially all them... Meme is there at Dane Phyllis. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, what's up? You know, like, yeah. Don't worry, I'll be out in a few years. Meet up then. Um, but, yeah. So for the listeners, Mimini means... Mimini means girls, like women, Mimini's. There you go, Mimini. Yeah, Gathery, Kachari, You know, that's all the... Like my way of saying sexy, gorgeous, cute, <laughs> you know, so all them gathery memonies. All right, uh, well, hopefully they're listening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Roz. Take care. Happy NADOC. Like I say, a big shout out to my, to my father, my mother, my two daughters, Sienna and Taylor. No, um, Daddy will be home soon. And a uh, big shout out to my mum now. She's... Um, She's, she's coping through um, chemotherapy at the moment, so stay strong, Mum. I love you, and I'll see you soon. Aww, Thank you, Mum. Strong Thanks, fight. Thanks, guys. Uh, just a quick shout-out to um, Arlo, Cadence, Cassius, and Junior. I love you. I'll see you soon. Thank you, brother. Taking up all the mic. <laughs> um, I'd like to first give a shout-out to... Uh, especially one of the one of the fellas in here. He's a good friend of mine on the outside, and I've been missing him. Um, couldn't get word to him. Uh, Jamie Miller, uh, much love, brother. Um, yeah, shout out to all the all the fellas in here. It's really really helpful for me to have that connection. You know, it doesn't feel like prison some days when you're you know, in here with you boys. So, um, to my sister Alicia, um, to my mum. Not getting emotional. <laughs> I haven't spoken to my mum for a few years now. So. Um, yeah, I'll be home soon, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thanks, thanks you guys for doing the radio thing, and, uh, yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, bros. Happy night, dog. I want to do a shout-out to everybody out there. Happy night, dog. Uh, stay strong, yeah? Keep your chin up. Chest out. Yeah, and I've got, I got one little rap here for you, too, yeah? Yeah! Hip-hop, skip the pop, straight to the rap. I'm original Aboriginal, take no crap. I run like an emu, I jump like a kangaroo, I strike like a snake, and I'm built like a tank. Woo! Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Yeah.
He's wrapping up. Uh, there's always big tears to all of us. We've got tears in our eyes at the moment. It's always hard saying goodbye to your fellas, but we want to see you on the outside looking fit. Get home, look after your families, find your routine, keep yourselves healthy, and and listen to yourselves on on, on radio. We just remind you that. Yeah, we make CDs, as you fellows know. You we get a CD, which is just you usually we'll choose so so many voices from each broadcast, and that's what go on the CD. But now 3CR are actually putting every broadcast online. So all those families that have missed anything this week, go to 3cr.org.au, and you'll you'll hear the full program for every one of our prisons that we visited over the last few weeks to bring you these broadcasts. Yeah, so if they've missed the live broadcast, they can go online and listen online. So let your family and friends know. I was listening to myself on the way down, Mariki. Were you? Yeah, I was. Deadly. <laughs> um, yeah, happy NADOC, you fellas. This is my first um, go at Beyond the Bars, and it's um, probably now one of my favourite parts of NADOC, visiting all the brothers in prison, you know, and I've been able to meet some of my family in here too and connect with my lost loved ones to the system. So... Um, it means a lot to me, and shout out to my brothers in the system. Aaron, if you're listening, bros, um, yeah, all the fellas, deadly. Yeah, I think we've all had the the luck of getting invited to flash bourgeois events during NADOC week. All of us here, probably here, but yeah, there's yeah, nothing better for me than sitting here. And be, you know, I don't want to ever go back to government house or flag raisings, and you know, I always want to come and sit here with you fellas. It's an honour. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, 3CR. Uh, happy NADOC to everyone uh, out there listening and all the guys in there. And um, I just want to send a shout-out to Uncle Bootsy. He, he would have been there today, but he's at a, at a funeral at Drawn, a uh, pretty big funeral. We all know uh, his funeral. Well, if you don't know, you'll, you'll be told. Um, and I can't mention names, but um, to everyone down there, the, uh, the Dow family, I just want to uh, send out our condolences to them as well. Um, and, and um, yeah, a strong elder gets, uh, he's gone to the dream time and, and gets uh, laid to rest today. So, so that's, that's a pretty sad, sad thing. I, I've got a confession to make too. I, I'm not too happy about coming back into jail. No, <laughs> like I used to love coming back. Twenty years ago, you couldn't, you know. I used to be in there all the time, and and try and help the help the the brothers, you know, like switch it around and change it around and give them plant a seed. And 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 more, the more the longer I go now, it's twenty years. It just reminds me me about all the mistakes I've made. You know, I keep thinking, oh shit, if I, it, you know, like. I'm almost out and it drags me back, you know, with that kind of thing. You know, it's like, uh, you know, because I, 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 um, um, I'm, I'm kind of uh, a year older than, than I, uh, in clean time that I am, am in using time, you know, like I, was, I used and drank for 22 years and, and, uh, and clean and sober for 23. So it's like, God, I don't want to go back into it, you know. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, even though I'm, I'm 67, I want to experience who I really am, you know, and um, and it reminds me of all the, all the mistakes I've made and all the all the all the um, all the all the problems um, that could have been if I hadn't I had if I had chose the right path, you know. It's sad, really. And yeah, this, I just keep thinking, ah, oh, mate, I want to I want to do something with myself, and I'm I'm, I'm uh, like I'm still a young kid, you know. 
but I don't know what to do. But I'm back in there again for another Beyond the Bars broadcast. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Rossi. Yeah, and thank, thank goodness, yeah. And just want to remind people that Juliet, you, Uncle Ross and Greg were here 20 years ago for that first, first broadcast. So, and I um, just want to tell you fellas, it's always an honour um, to be in, in here. So thank you. I hope we can, we will maintain it. And, yeah, that's it. Thank you. You know, and just thank you to the technicians that helped us all through the week. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scene, voices you don't hear that go towards this program. So thank you to Juliet, Greg, and everyone else that was involved. To the unsung heroes of the, yeah. of the station. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And just a reminder, we are overrepresented in the system. Yeah, our mob and some of us and everyone in here can take responsibility for what we've done. But Australia is failing us. Our systems are failing us. Our society is failing us. And we should not have this representation in the prison system across Australia. So all you listeners out there, get your mob listening into these programs. As I said, these programs are live on air. If your mob don't listen to 3CR, get them to switch on and listen to 3CR and listen to our mob stories firsthand. And uh, just, you just mentioned unsung, unsung heroes. Uh, shout out to uh, Uncle Kutcher out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the first year that I haven't seen him in here, and it's, it's, it's pretty weird not seeing the big folly here, the big gentle giant. So I hope you're doing all right out there, Unc. Um, all the boys are thinking of you. We all love you. And, yeah, um, and Uncle David Dryden, too. Shout out to you. Um, and shout out to all the Lawsons down in Majura on behalf of Eric. He couldn't make it, so... Um, shout out to all his family for him and all the honey sets out there. I hope you're listening. And Paddy sends his love and all the boys say, yeah, and all my friends and associates, you know who I am. You know I love you. <laughs> Deadly. Jumping quickly there again. Um, there's one, one big shout out I didn't want to forget. Um, yeah, he's, he's in, uh, in Marguerite. This brother... Not only did I know him a little bit from Darwin and have a lot of respect for him, and know of him because he's quite a, you know, he's, he's just a, just one of those characters that just stands out anywhere it goes. But he's one of the one of the many people who have helped me along my way so far, and and really really pushed me to to never look back and be part of the mob, you know, and and, and you know be be proud. And that's uh, David Rowe. Yeah, um, good one. David David Rowe is a is is a, is a good guy, and, and Shane Lovett as well. These guys really helped me, um, especially my first sentence and stuff like that. And also I'd like to shout out to my dad you know, um, and anyone's dad who, who doesn't know their biological father but they've got a dad that raised them. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. And, and to all us brothers in here who are doing the same thing, yeah. God bless. Thank you. And on that note, I guess we will, we're ready to wrap up. And thank you all. Happy NAIDOC. And um, we'll see you all next year for 2022 Beyond the Bar. <laughs> Welcome to the live broadcast of Beyond the Bars at 3CR Community Radio. Beyond the Bars gives voice to the experience of Aboriginal men and women inside Victoria's prisons every year during NAIDOC Week. This year we broadcast from six prisons from around Victoria. So listen in every day this week to hear stories, music and poetry of Beyond the Bars. Stay tuned now as we broadcast Beyond the Bars.
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.